And now, introducing the man who was a little confused as to how to go about his new business endeavor following the recent news that OnlyFans would be disallowing all explicit adult content as he says, quote, I've still got all these pictures and owe Gary Stein something like $1,400, unquote. When asked about his whereabouts last night by his wife when he returned home in a full spandex outfit, he responded simply, quote, When Elon Musk tells you he needs something from you, do you really have to think twice, unquote? He is Glenn Clark. I don't know, Gary Stein at Penny. He knows damn well what we were doing, and that's the way it goes. Good Pretty morning. weird bit from them, don't you think? Eh, it's a little bit weird. By the way, why do I sound... Why, is my, why are my headphones louder today? Why? What's, what, who was messing with my headphones? They're loud to Turn you. Turn me up in my headphones. They're crazy loud. Who was in there? I don't, I don't know that anybody was in here. That's the goofy part Maybe about it. it. Like Somebody might have, accidentally, yeah. might have accidentally touched the Maybe button. you were looking for my headphones. I assure you that wasn't it. I assure you that wasn't what happened. You weren't sitting over here? I might have sat over there at some point, but I assure you that didn't happen. Well, who's to say? Uh, but it also wouldn't change how loud my headphones are. My point is you were looking for mine. Right. Did the wrong one. Turned yours up. No, that's not. I didn't touch that. Ne no point yesterday did I touch that box. We'll never know. I Well, I know. Yeah. I want to make this very clear. I know yeah. that at no point yesterday did I touch that box. Hi, good morning, Glenn Clark Radio. Today's program brought to you by the Baltimore Ravens and the Countdown to Kickoff Party, which is coming up on Monday, September 13th. It's going to be an amazing night. You can party with the flock at M&T Bank Stadium in celebration of the season opener. And for just 10 bucks, you get a live performance from All Time Low. I hear they're popular. You also get to hang out, watch the Ravens-Raiders game on the Ravens Vision boards. They're going to do the entire in-game production during the course of the game, so you can do the move those chains. You can do all of it during the course of the game. Just hang out. Have a great time. Again, 10 bucks. Parking is free. This is just going to be an awesome night to hang out and celebrate uh, the start of football season. BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff to get your tickets for the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite. It is a Friday edition of the program. I'm Glenn. He's Kyle. Much to do on today's show. Coming up here in just a bit, we're going to chat with Colton Kowser, Baltimore Orioles first-round pick. He made his debut this week with the Delmarva Shorebirds, so your first opportunity to see him with an affiliate um, as you can get down there this weekend, if you're headed to the beach, I would encourage you to stop by in Salisbury, check out Colton the entire Council. draft class for the Baltimore Orioles. It's also true. Well, not the yeah. entire class, but <laughs> the team about. is basically yeah. all draft picks at this point. They really did put a lot of them there. Uh, also, later on this morning, Evan Washburn is going to join us. Of course, our buddy, international sideline sex symbol and part of the Ravens broadcast team during the preseason. We will quote-unquote preview Ravens-Panthers. I game. don't really give a rat's ass, but, you know, it's what it is. I am a little bit nervous. Um, like So I, I do a lot of these these hits in other markets. Like I did, you know, my Kansas City hit earlier this week. And, and and They expect it. It's there, like when right? I bring Al Wallace on, I Lord knows, I don't give a crap about this game. We're here to talk about the team. We're here to talk about, you know, what's the Panthers, what makes them interesting is that who it is? during the course of the year. So that's why we do these things in the preseason. I'm a little bit nervous that when I do this hit today in Charlotte, mm -hmm. I'm on with uh, Nick Wilson today in Charlotte. Tell us about Tyler Huntley. I'm a little bit nervous that like he's going to expect me to talk about this game. Like, who are some players that we should be watching for? And I'm going to be left there saying, I have no bloody idea. Who the hell knows who is playing in this football game? 
Why would you be watching it? What? How sad is your life that this is how you're spending your Saturday night? And I feel bad saying that, but like that's really the way that I would feel. You make them cry. Should that question be posed? By the way, I was informed by uh, Darren. Who's Darren? Uh, uh, Darren is a listener. Darren, and apparently a, a listener who pays close attention. What about what did I do wrong? Because he no, he said that the guy that I was referring to that you were all hot and bothered about uh, a couple years ago was Antoine Wesley. Was the guy wow. that Darren's you were been, all been in, tuned in for a while. on Antoine Wesley, and that apparently well, he's a big deal. Apparently, someone else said something about Antoine Wesley. I'll just read the message as all it right. came to me. Please, Glenn. I'm sorry I don't remember all the details, but you, you remember were, a lot of the details, you were, Darren. You were bringing something up on yesterday's show about a player that Kyle was obsessed with during the preseason. The player was Antoine Wesley. I remember that because I was also <laughs> excited about him like an idiot. <laughs> well, he's still a big deal. I don't Appreciate know if you heard. that, Darren. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but another player that we respected was saying something significant about Antoine Wesley, which I found ironic when you guys were talking about Anthony Averitt. Apparently he's well, Anthony Averitt, to me, make it very clear, Anthony Averitt is already a proven NFL player. There, I'm not trying to – I don't want to – now I don't want to uh, conflate these things. Antoine Wesley, when I was mocking you for He's your excitement about right Ant- thank you, when I was mocking you for your excitement about Antoine Wesley, it was far more pointed because Antoine Wesley was on nothing. Um, I, I don't wish ill towards him. I, I hope so that at some he point he becomes. Listens. You know, he's probably t- hmm. tuned in right now. I hope that at some point he does something with his life, and I have no uh, ill feelings whatsoever towards Antoine Wesley. But he was a—he's already done more than us for what it's worth. Uh, it's debatable. It's, it, it's debatable. It really? It's debatable. Uh, what place did he come in in the Annapolis uh, 10K? If he had competed, I think he was might have he, beat you. Was he the 20th fastest man in Annapolis? If he had beat. Well, you know he's got straight line speed, but does he have distance speed? You have no idea. I would, if it was, they were you handicapping keep, it, I would take whatever that, the odds were. You keep saying this. You don't know what you're talking about. It might be that he tires out after about a K. Does anyone know what they're talking about in sports gambling? If they Not were handicapping it. Not at all. <laughs> I would take Wesley. Um, so I, I do want to I do want to be fair about that. Anthony Averett is an NFL player. He's a qualified NFL cornerback. Uh, He's you know th- this is there is not a direct comparison between Anthony Averett and Antoine Wesley. Uh, but Darren goes on to say uh, there was another player who said something and I don't remember exactly what it was, but that got Kyle all hot and bothered and you threw cold water directly in his face and said, "What do you think they're supposed to say about them?" Well, it does sound. It does sound We've like something that. I would say. We've definitely had that conversation. That sounds about right, Darren. Uh, but yeah, I I did not remember. I did remember this circumstance, but I did not remember the name. I, I had forgotten the name, An- Antoine Wesley. But a guy that you were all you were. They're you talking were, big over at Cardinals camp about him. Were they? Were they? You've been, you missed last been checking, year with injury. You've been checking in on Antoine Wesley. Uh, cursory Google last. search suggests it's a real bummer for he's him. He's still around somewhere. He's only twenty three years old. How could he have missed a year? He, he just didn't. Youngin. He just didn't play. Young, young, young guy. You know. Uh, oh, he was. Uh, yeah, you know, he did. It, but he was at the Ravens last year at a shoulder injury, that's and then a, they released. Him. That's big. Yeah, that's not. It's definitely not big. There's nothing big about it whatsoever. Well, he's big. Uh, is he that big? Six five, I think. Oh well, then that would be. Big. He's six four. <laughs> how can you be six? How bad are you if you're six four and you're a wide receiver and you can't find your way onto a roster? To be fair, like you're it's not definitely. All you need. I understand it's not all you need. A lot of times, six four guys aren't the most sudden. A lot of guys that are given a chance based the on their size alone. NFL is placed a premium on separation these it's days. All well and, you know, I don't know if you know this. When you're six four, you've got some separation that's not up separation. here. No, that's that is separation. Contested catch. No, that's. 
you, the notion that a how many six four like, how many six four cornerbacks do you know in the NFL? Seven. No, you don't. You do not. The Ravens have one right now. He's not even on the team. He's he just running around in camp. Regardless, you don't know six four cornerbacks. If you are six four and a wide receiver, in you the, immediately have separation mid- because you're bigger. Because it's there not is a the place same that, kind of separation. It, I'm talking about I know suddenness. it's not the same kind of separation, Kyle, but it matters. There are balls that you can catch that defenders cannot defend. I would say that these days there aren't as many of the big, tall receivers as there were back in the 2000 to 2008 time period. I don't. I have no idea if that's true or not because I know there are plenty of big, tall, wide receivers still. Now, if you want to say there are... No, I can't even give you that. I can't give you anything about that. There were always plenty of guys that were undersized that were able to get separation. The era, it's not changed all that significantly. It's not. That's not... I mean... You're just pulling something out of your okay. ass anyway, so it's not like agree I can, to disagree. No, there's no agree to disagree. You have nothing to back that up with. You want me to? You take are time? presenting. No, I don't. <laughs> I want you are presenting something and just throwing it out there as if it's true when you have no idea whether or not there's even a, the slightest amount of truth to it. It's oh, like talking about Antoine Wesley. Well, he's a big deal. Is he though? Is he? Mm-hmm. Sure, but the Wesley family is a big deal. So thank you, Darren. I appreciate you chiming in to clean that up from yesterday's program. All right, uh, uh, quickly, we'll, we'll get to know him a little bit later on. Uh, Jules, Jules Millison from um, Stevenson University, spent the summer interning with PressBox, and uh, he is in studio with us this morning. Hello, Jules. How are you? Hello, everyone. I'm uh, fine. How are you? What's, you, what's your story? Um, I am a senior at Stevenson University studying business communications. I had the most amazing summer internship this summer with was it really amazing when you weren't able to be around any other human beings could Uh, it really be an amazing internship when you're doing it all like in your underpants uh, i i didn't do it in my underpants are you sure yeah i'm sure don't be bashful also also why wouldn't you i don't understand why you would put on pants for an internship at home profession professionalism Uh, were you wearing a suit it's more than i've got no i'd I'd throw on whatever t-shirt i had okay that's now that's how you show professionalism basketball shorts there you go go. i know that game what i've been wearing (laughs) since this whole thing started it's how i've dressed for work that's the way it goes uh jules once wrote the defining profile of glenn clark when he uh, was, it's the, it's the I Stevenson, was with the Stevenson villager. villager, the yeah. villager. Five things Stevenson. to know about Glenn Clark. No, it was de- uh, far more in depth than that. He like he spoke to other sources. He reached out to ex girlfriends. He reached game, out by to. The way. Yeah. I know all of Glenn's ex girlfriends. Boy, boy, it was all really one of them. Really uncomfortable <laughs> for me. People that I I had forgotten were a part of my life that Jules tracked down to get to get the inside scoop. On Glenn Clark, the he actually it was, a, it, was, it was a multiple. Center. It was a multiple sourced profile of Glenn Clark, which was I didn't think necessary yeah. for what it's worth. In fact, when Jules said I'm writing about you, I was like, really? There's nobody else. Like, there's anybody else that you could write about? It was during the heart of the Me Too feel, movement, I feel like I was like, oh, <laughs> he's like, I want you to listen to this audio and. Tell me why it is that you said these things. <laughs> and I was like, because oatmeal raisin cookies are better than chocolate chip cookies. It's the reason His why. It's the most controversial that. opinion. It's not controversial at all. It's just plain fact. Um, uh, you are doing what with your life? Um, right on the microphone, Jules. This is always something that we have to deal with here. <laughs> I always start this by saying, Jules, I'm going to bring you on the microphone. When you do, get right on the microphone. Yeah. And then when we get to that point in the program, I'm a mile it away. still never works. It's not just there you, it though, Jules. Yeah. It's not just you. We had an intern you. here for months. Everyone. didn't figure it out at all. Nobody seems to understand this. Right on the microphone. Go ahead. What, what's your, what are you trying to do with your life? Um, I'm, just, I'm just enjoying my life. 
Okay. That's um, <laughs> different than us. We're miserable. He's just vibing, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Every day I wake up is a good day, I think. There Look you go. This guy. Put that on a bumper <laughs> sticker. What do you want to do? What are your goals and aspirations? Uh, one of my goals is to continue to do sports writing, maybe one day even work for uh, ESPN Magazine or Sports I've Illustrated. i got bad news. There's no yeah. more ESPN Magazine. I've got <laughs> terrible news for you. It's gone. Oh, gosh. I guess gone, I've been living daddy, under gone. a rock. The love is gone. It is <laughs> no longer a thing. Then I, I guess just... You get, I mean, there's digital things, but there's no ESPN the magazine. I guess just write for Sports Illustrated or I really like music. So Barely a Sports yeah. Illustrated at this point. Uh, like Rolling Stones uh, online. I think I they really still like. do articles. I think there's still a few. Yeah. There, yeah. I, I subscribe to them and they send me a ma- magazine. I think, I think it was my buddy Dash who said the good the, the good news about the only, OnlyFans situation is now he can just go back to reading the articles. Yeah, right. <laughs> which I did. I did appreciate it. What's your music of choice? Uh, classic rock, definitely. Okay. Steppenwolf. Uh, the Eagles. The, e- the Eagles. I know it's I've pretty had a typical. Hard day, and I hate the effing Eagles, man. Do you know that reference, Jules? Yeah, I do. The Big Lebowski. There you there go. go. There we go. You already step above. Basically, I make that reference all the time. All right, there Thank you go. You. Uh, stay out of Malibu, Lebowski. Stay <laughs> out of my beach community. Um, is it really? Is it really the Eagles, though? Really? Why? I, Why? Uh, uh, you guys are going to call me cliche and corny, but I'm a big fan of the Hotel California. Oh. Oh. I'm, an, I'm also a big Springsteen fan. Oh. Love Bruce God. the Boss. You know what? You are, by the way, you are well on your way to being a sports writer. <laughs> Let me make that very clear. <laughs> you have checked off the most important box. When they, when they hire, the hiring process for sports writing jobs, question one is, do you like Springsteen? And if you say no, you're out. You've already earned a reference not, from Drew Forrester. Right, you cannot. You cannot become certainly not a beat writer for a team. You <laughs> cannot become that without being a Springsteen fan. That is the way that it works. Um, I like. I like Springsteen, but I like Springsteen. I am by no means obsessed. In fact, don't even like telling people that I like Springsteen because the moment you tell someone you like Springsteen, they're like, "Oh, Bruce, have you traveled to 87 shows?" And I'm like, "No, I, I haven't. I haven't done that. I don't like him that much. I just enjoy a few of the songs. I like Meet Me at Mary's Place. That's a great tune. That's a big winner. Like Poison." Good one. You like poison. Poison. They're not the band. The okay. Song. All right. Yeah. All right. I was trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, no, I like the, the band too. The Belle Biv DeVoe song, because I do love that <laughs> song. I'm a big fan of that one. Um, anything else? Anything else that you did you play any sports? Did you uh, I played JV soccer all four years of high school? Nice. Now wait a second. <laughs> Left bench. Wait, wait a second. You played JV soccer all four years of high school. Yeah, I'm fast. That's all that I have. I have no <laughs> foot-eye coordination. But like when they told you you weren't going to make the varsity team, you didn't think to yourself, like, maybe do something else with my time? You were just having that much I had fun? I nothing to do after on. school. Fair enough. That's your thing. That's your Did you have any it. goals on your resume ever? Excuse me? Did you score any goals ever? No, no, no. Okay. I could barely kick the ball. Oh. That doesn't seem <laughs> ideal okay. for playing soccer. So why Jules? was it soccer? I'm not. Then? Couldn't you have done JV four years at other sports? I'm not too tall. Can't play basketball. Okay. Well, if I remember correctly, the school that you went to didn't have the best basketball team when I was there. I think they might have gotten better uh, in d- the later years. We. You know, where'd you to, go to high school? I went to Indian Creek Upper School. I don't know. I got to be honest. They're with you. out I know there. They zero are a far bus Indian. ride away from the Baltimore. Oh, in Crownsville. That's too bad. I don't know what that yeah, it's is. It's in Crownsville. Yeah. What county is that in? In Arundel County. Yeah. I thought so. Oh, great news this morning. Oh, thank God. Sorry, unrelated to you. Um, uh, Mike Richards has stepped down as the host of Jeopardy. We did it. We did it. He got me too. We did 
did it. There's a big old article about it. God, imagine trying to stand by someone that was the least popular hire in the history of anything. To be fair, there's probably imagine. Been, Adam I don't Gase know, was dude. Hired as head coach of the New York Jets. I think that Adam Gase was a more popular hire than Mike Richards was. Was the is the host of Jeopardy? What an insane decision that was from day one. Oh God, thank God that. Who's it going to be now? You still have a chance. I think I think now they default only because they apparently already started taping the season. I think that they have to just give it to Jennings because he's there. Like, he works for the show. So they can just say, all right, dude, it's, That's you it's it, your right? job. It's, I thought that they you – know, the funny part being that once – sorry, Jules. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe get to you. Or, I don't it's know. fine. Um, I thought that when they hired when – they, when they did all the tests, right, mm-hmm. I thought that by doing Ken Jennings first – they showed that he was good enough. They didn't need to keep doing him. Mm-hmm. They could just say. But then you saw Flavor Flav. Right, and then I was like, "Well, you got to hire that <laughs> guy. You can't miss out on that." I understand the rest of the world wanted it to be Lavar Burton, and he's the a little truth, older, isn't he? He's a little bit, but that's fine. I mean, like, it's not. This person doesn't need to be there for for fifty years. This doesn't need to be somebody who who has the job for forever. There might not be television within a decade. Um, I'll take that bet. Uh, will you though? I mean, like, yeah. What are the what are the the standards by which we're making this bet? I think people will still own TVs in ten well, years. That, that's a different conversation. That's not. I didn't say people will still own TVs. I don't know that there will be broadcast television also take that within bet. ten years. Um, so, I guess the country was really behind Lavar Burton. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he did that great of a job when he filled in, but that's okay. Like if if he wants the job. And overwhelmingly, people like him, then I'm totally fine with him being the hire. I just think this is a difficult spot to put the Jeopardy people in because you got to have somebody pretty quickly, and I don't know if you can do that. I think needing to have someone quickly would default it to Ken Jennings being the guy. Mm-hmm. But if you have time that you can go and negotiate, I think that the people spoke and decided that LeVar Burton was the guy that they wanted, and so that's the correct hire to make, I think. Um, it's gonna also capitulate to the people, huh? Yeah, I would in this case. I mean, like the people that are gonna watch the show. Yes, I would capitulate to them. I would be willing to do that, and I would just go ahead Push and hire Lavar Burton. But my God, what a wonderful story that is! That the guy that absolutely deserved this job in zero ways is not going to be. Apparently, the guy he that said gets some salacious things yes, that's, on a podcast. And I understand. I understand. It shouldn't be the reason. Like, like, just not hiring him. Maybe they should have known. Yes, maybe doing some vetting yeah. would have been a good thing, too, when you were about to hire someone to replace Alex Trebek, the most beloved man in all of television. Maybe you should have hired somebody to go back and look and say, is there going to be anything that's going to come out that's going to embarrass Ooh, us I got about one. this maybe guy? Maybe it was worse when they hired him. What? The strength what? coach for the Jaguars. Not a good hire. Certainly not a good hire. No question about that. But no one cared. Well, like there was no they did. I, afterwards. But at the time, no one cared. No one cared remotely because they didn't know who he was. That is wonderful news. I love hearing that. Jules, your thoughts on the um, uh, the, the Jeopardy situation? Um, I miss Alex Trebek a lot. Mm-hmm. I wish he was still with us. Yeah, me too. Um, Smart move right there. Mm, that's I, way to yeah. say something super yeah. <laughs> controversial, by the way. I think you <laughs> just the people on his took, side, you know? took yourself out of the running to be the next Jeopardy host. <laughs> Um, I don't really keep up with Jeopardy other right, than right, yeah, when yeah, Alex Trebek passed. Do you have a Do you have a, a, a young lady in your life? Do you have a? I do. She actually dressed me this morning. Oh, she wasn't gonna let me. Yeah, she wasn't gonna let me leave. My was it like a you had to raise your arms? No, no, no. She picked she picked out my clothes for me. Okay. She told me I couldn't wear my Birkenstocks in today. Oh, come on. Well, it is raining, so for what it's worth, it's probably a good idea. Has anyone ever create recreated the legendary quote from Superbad with her? 
the the one it, when he's in the dream sequence about what could have happened. Yes, that one. Blank. Yes, that one. Has that has that ever occurred? That has never occurred. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, if I if I knew that young lady, I think that that would be a sentence that I would use regularly in my life. I think that would be the case. All right, Jules. Well, it's good to have you in here. Um, uh, you can watch the magic. Ha- As you can tell, it's a very high level production. A uh, lot of moving parts in yeah, here. There's definitely. just a lot going on. It takes a team of thousands. You can't see this. They're off camera, this. but yeah. Uh, they're they're uh, in the other did room. You, did you get your makeup done before you came I in? I did. Get, the, get my makeup glad done. You, glad you were able to do that. Of course, we have a green room with a nice parting gift for you. Mm-hmm. You know what? We do have parting gifts for you. Might not be quite as many as uh, young Jack got when he left his internship, but we got a couple There's of a parting gifts for stack of books back there for free to take one got of those. Got some parting gifts for you when you depart. Thank you for coming in, Jules. Thank you for having uh, we'll, me. Uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later on in the show. All right, so uh, one thing that I do want to discuss, uh, trust me, I am very excited about the Mike Richards news. It's all anybody's tweeting me about this morning <laughs> because I was very anti-Mike Richards. You were very I anti-Mike was, I, In fact, one morning when you weren't here, I think I ranted about it for 20 minutes. Like, just what a joke it was. How could I have missed it? Uh, it was. It might have been the finest thing we've ever done on this show. <laughs> uh, it was extraordinarily anti-Mike Richards. Um, I, first of all, today's show is also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. I do want this question answered. First of all, Kyle, uh, ask me if I care. Do you care? Nope. Don't remotely. Why would I? Orioles lose again. What was the They're score? They're getting a little distance between them and the they Diamondbacks. They are. Right they now. are getting legitimate distance between themselves it's and the Diamondbacks. All hot and bothered. Diamondbacks. Antoine Wesley. Diamondbacks have three more wins now than the Orioles do. It's remarkable. Really remarkable. That's big fan of that. I do enjoy that. What are they thinking? Um, I don't know. Could not could not tell you what's going they on. They did out such hard work earlier. I know. In the it'd be so bad. Yeah. Like I kept thinking to myself, there's no way the Orioles are gonna be able to catch up to him. Now there might be no way the Diamondbacks can catch up to us. Great news. So I don't think this this train's losing momentum right now for the Orioles. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The they Bruce call up Ryland Band just because Michael Franco can't he's, do anything. He's hitting a lot of home runs. He is doing that. Um, okay, so I, I was yesterday we spent some time talking about Brandon Hyde and the consensus was, look, you're going to deal with this after the season. I I am coming to a place where I accept that it seems as though you just might not have Brandon Hyde back because you just might not have Brandon Hyde back. Last night, I worked my first Loyola game of the season. It was great to be back at the Ridley Athletic Complex, the Loyola women's soccer team, with a thrilling 1-0 victory over Marist. I know you were tuned in for all of it you on ESPN+. It, yeah. Plus. And, of course, you know that the game-winning goal was scored by... Stevenson Player. I was at Loyola last night. That's Kelly why it was Hutton. Weird. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> Kelly, why it was really Kelly weird. Hutton scored the uh, game-winner right after she had missed a penalty kick. So it was a great redemption wow. story. Uh, Paige Sim made a spectacular save in the closing seconds of the game. There was a lot happening. A nine, uh, a 29 combined shots in a one nothing game. It was fun. How many on target? It was fun. Uh, I, I, the, uh, I wanted Sim, the exact number. Paige Sim made six saves, and uh, the Marist goalie made three. Oh, you don't know her name, huh? On, Kelchner. Kelchner is her name. What's her first name? Don't Lauren, I want to say. That sounds right. But I don't know that. I have no idea. That sounds right. Uh, also, like three balls off the post. I mean, it was there was a lot happening in this soccer. What's match. your go-to call on an off-the-post one? Uh, that didn't uh, that didn't set the bar. That was the bar. So you used that three times last night. I didn't use it three <laughs> times because two of them came right back to back. I mean, like literally, 
shot off you the post. You just say it twice. You don't just like say it. No, you don't span. do that. That's not the way it works as a broadcaster. You try something else. I don't know. Also, sometimes you're literally just reacting. You don't have time to, to deliver your call. Sometimes you're just reacting to truly how close that. A I shot miss the was. days of baseball practice where when you're doing batting practice and you hit mm-hmm. a one off of. The, I miss uh, the old the net. Kanye. You're in like you're in the uh, the batting cage. You hit it a pole. You just mm-hmm. everybody yelled pole. Okay. It was a great tradition. You had that going for really you. Really tied the team together. Got to be honest with wise. you. That just sounds awful. It was great. And you should probably. It was a good, a, grand old time. You should hate yourself. Oh, I, for was, other reasons. No, Not yeah, about that. For <laughs> sure. So I'm there, and uh, I had a friend uh, ask me at the game, hey, I uh, heard you guys talking about Brandon Hyde this morning. Is there a point that this could get to where you just have to fire him before the season ends? And I said, it's an interesting question. What's the record for consecutive losses? I mean, it's within reach, it feels like. Within arm's reach right now. 25, 24. Something like that. Yeah, I think 24. The 1889 Louisville Colonels oh, geez. hold the record for the longest losing streak in official MLB history at 26 games, though Go on. the 1875 Brooklyn Atlantics lost 31 consecutive games in the National Association a number that is not considered official by MLB. I mean, if they were to get to that, I think you got to do it. And, and I mean, probably a little before that as well, right? Like, if it was 25, 26 at that point, like, you might just have to. So, I'm, I'm torn by this. I, I think the answer is just, you're too close to the end of the season. What the, you know, what really is the point? What is the point? A symbolic gesture. And, I, and that's, that's it, right? The extent of it would be you do it just to say... We have to say that this isn't this okay. This aggression will not stand. Yeah, this aggression will not stand, yeah. man. 100%. Stay out of Malibu, Lebowski. Yeah. Um, that would be the entirety of the point for doing it. Obviously, it would not be about having someone else manage the team because who gives a rat's ass who's going to manage the team for the 13 days or whatever it would be at that point. This is more common in the NFL than it is in Major League Baseball. In Major League Baseball, you don't make late-season managerial uh, decisions you just let the season end and then deal with it. In the NFL, for whatever reason, you might fire a coach with three games left in the season. Why that is, I'll never know, right? Like, why it is that you feel the need to do that. Didn't the Lions do that with Matt Patricia where they fired him with three? I think so. It's one thing to do it in the middle of the year where you still think you might have a chance somehow, but to do it with three games left in the season has always been kind of a goofy bit to me because, like, what, what is the purpose of this other than – the situation becomes untenable within the organization. The coach knows he's going to get fired. It becomes awkward within the building. Nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody wants to walk in and have make small talk with somebody they know isn't going to have the job in a couple of weeks. They say something like, look, if you're going to fire me, just go ahead and fire me now. Let me spend the holidays with my family. Let me not have to be here where I'm walking on eggshells all over the place. Like That's maybe the reason why it happens sometimes. In baseball, not nearly the same thing. There's no building that you're going to. You don't have to walk by the the people that work in the the PR department. Like it's just a different scenario mm-hmm. when you're in baseball. So my gut would tell me there's no real reason to do it, even if they lose all of the games. It'd be impressive. It would be remarkable. It would truly be I, insane commitment to making sure that you finish with a number one overall pick. My gut says you just let the season end and deal with it then. There's no real reason to fire someone and and have whoever else be the manager for a handful of games. That just doesn't seem to make sense. But 
They but didn't break records. I I certainly understand the argument that at some point it 18, just eighteen ninety nine records. You it know? just becomes a you have to do it for the sake of doing it. We have to say that this wasn't okay. And I don't know what that number is. I really don't. And and frankly, what's the I'd Orioles s- record? Twenty one, right? The their longest losing streak. I think so. Yeah. I, mean, right? I, I was eighty nine. Was when? Yeah. No, eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yes. Was it eighty nine? Was eighty eight? Was the why not? Eighty nine was, was why not? Yes, eighty nine was why not? No, they, why not year? was the year? Was it eighty eight? Maybe it was eighty eight. Maybe I'm doing my math wrong. Yeah, eighty eight might have been a losing streak. Sorry. Um, yeah, eighty nine was why not? Um, I, I, I'm trying. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, if I, they break the record, that would be essentially the time, right? Like if that's. But, but even then, why? But that's not what I'm saying that they should. Right. I'm saying that would be the line of demarcation where you're saying this would be where the decision lies. When the headlines start coming out where it's the Orioles have just broken the, the, the consecutive loss record that's been held since 1899 or but whatever. Who cares? I'm not saying it's me. Like that, and that's but the fans part. already care about this, what we're doing but, right now. But do they? It's the diehard ones who have unrealistic expectations. But who is that? There's a handful. Are, I mean, I don't, I don't know who these people are, man. I, that's the difficult part that I can't speak to. Adidas, uh, I wonder if Buck Britton is being groomed to be the long-term manager. You can't keep him in Double A forever, and will know, and he'll know the majority of the prospects, including Adley and Grayson. My gut would be no. Like I don't, I just don't see that. Like there's. I no, don't know why they would hand over the important job. Right, like to him. like that doesn't that doesn't make sense. Now, could what, they give him a one-year trial? If what you you're know. saying is we still don't know, like we still don't know if these guys are going to get there, and somebody else has to be the manager for a little while. Like so if Hyde gets fired after this year, you know, or doesn't like, get renewed, and then right. if he needs to be a manager next year. Could Buck Britton get a chance? Maybe, yeah, maybe theoretically, maybe you could do that. Like just on a short short term. You know, who's going to be the manager? Like, we'll give you this chance, but not really give you this chance. You would have to do the greatest job in the history of manage, managering, managering. I, I don't know how you say it. I don't mangering. know. Mangering. Mangering. Yeah. The greatest job in the history of mangering uh, in order to keep it. We, we're openly saying it's not going to be you unless you do something impossible. Right. And then, then you get to keep the job at that point if that proves to be the case. I don't know. I, I just don't. The old Juan Samuel. It's one know. thing if it's like an accomplished former player that's the manager at AA and somebody who's respected significantly, not just by the organization. And I'm not saying that Buck Britton doesn't have respect right. within the organization, but by the fan base too, like someone who means something. If Adam that, Jones were the manager at AA. I mean, that would be an extreme circumstance that we're talking about because he was a truly high-level Ryan player. Flaherty. I mean, more like... J- Ryan, Ryan Flaherty. Ryan Flaherty is the... T- the I think we should maybe hire him, actually, now that yeah, I think yeah, about yeah. it. By the way, that might not be a bad <laughs> hire. Um, you know, J.J. Hardy, someone like that, was the manager at AA and wanted to be a ma- major league base. It was Rick Dempsey once upon a time. If if someone like that wanted to be the manager, you didn't have a better option, you were in a situation like this, then you say, yeah, make give it to that guy. Go see if that guy can be the guy for a little while, and then we deal with it afterwards, right? Um, I would I would feel more inclined about someone like that than I do with Buck Britton, but I get, I get what you're trying to say is that you've brought Buck Britton up with these guys. He knows them. Why not let him have a shot with them because of his relationship? I, I get the thought process. Continue to get me your thoughts on it at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. We will talk about it throughout the course of the morning. Today's show also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. And speaking of prospects, one of the more significant prospects in the Orioles system, their 
number five overall pick in the MLB draft this year. Colton Kowser will join us next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate fan experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. We take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. The perfect destination for sports enthusiasts and fun seekers. We're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Book your table now at SportsSocialMD.com. That's SportsSocialMD.com. Here it Watch out! For the first time, the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converged on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. Hey everybody, this is Chris Rowling at Great Eights Memorabilia. The Maryland State Fair is right around the corner and we're going to be taking over with the largest Baltimore football signing in over three years. The Purple Takeover is coming to its Millennium Fairgrounds for the massive Maryland State Fair from August 26th through Labor Day Monday. You'll have the chance to meet Pro Bowl tackle Ronnie Stanley, Hollywood Brown, first round pick Odafe Away, Big Country Ben Cleveland, Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, and many, many more from your football team. Tickets are available at GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. That's great, the number eight, smemorabilia.com. And remember, as always, be great. The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand, carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. It's Window Nation's 15th year anniversary. During August, all customers that get an in-home estimate will be entered to win your home project for free. That's correct, a chance to win free, top-of-the-line, energy-efficient Window Nation windows installed by experts with over 15 years' experience that will keep your home cool during the summer months and warm during the colder months. If you don't win, get half of your windows free with their buy-two windows and get two free deal. Plus, pay nothing for two full years. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. 
Party with the Flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite on Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. Celebrate the start of the season with a live performance by all-time low, plus a watch party for the Ravens vs. Raiders game on the Ravens Vision Boards. Appearances by Ravens legends, cheerleaders, Baltimore's marching Ravens, playmakers, and Poe. Tickets are $10 in advance and $20 the day of the event. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff for tickets and more info. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. All right, back in here on GCR. The Purple Takeover is coming to the Maryland State Fair. There will be more than 10 current, former, and future Baltimore football stars in attendance, including Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, Ronnie Stanley, Hollywood Brown, Adafe Owe, Ben Cleveland, and even more than that. And you can meet all of them, pictures and autographs, for the low, low price of just $350. Now, you might say, that doesn't seem like a low price, Glenn. Well, that means you apparently don't understand how this industry works. This price is an unbelievably good offer to meet all 10 of these Baltimore football stars. Get to great8smemorabilia.com. That's the word great, the number eight, the letter S, and then the word memorabilia. Great8smemorabilia.com right now in order to get your tickets to the Purple Takeover coming to the Maryland State Fair in Timonium. But wait, there's more. As we have partnered with Great8s Memorabilia, and we have announced this week the Tyus Bowser Show. Eight live shows this fall that we will be doing with the Baltimore linebacker throughout the community starting on Tuesday, September 7th when we will be at Mother's in Pasadena with Tyus Bowser. He'll be bringing out teammates, special guests throughout the course of the season, and we will be looking forward to having you out for the shows. We will do them safely. We'll be announcing some of those details. And then if you aren't able to enjoy the shows live for whatever reason, we will also be offering you the opportunity to watch and listen to the shows, and we will have those details as well for you in the coming weeks. But the Tyus Bowser Show kicks off on Tuesday, September 7th. Find out more by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. All right, had to do this a little bit earlier on because of his schedule and playing baseball now with the Delmarva Shorebirds, but our first opportunity to meet Orioles first-round pick, number five overall pick in this year's draft, Colton Kowser, joins us right now here on GCR. Well, it's a pleasure now to be joined here on GCR by the man, the Baltimore Orioles, selected in the first round of the MLB draft this year, and now he has made his affiliate debut this week. He is with the Delmarva Shorebirds. It seems like a good excuse for a few of you to get in the car, drive down to the beach, and go see someone that we expect is going to be a big part of the next few years of Orioles baseball. He's Colton Kowser, and he's with us on GCR. Colton, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. No, thank you. I, I appreciate uh, you all having me on. Absolutely, dude. Uh, how good has it felt? I know when you were down in Florida, you were just ripping uh, the cover off the ball. How good has it felt to like put on a jersey, play in front of fans again, and start to feel what it's like to be part of this Orioles organization? Yeah, it's very exciting. You know, I got to come up here and, uh, you know, drove up on Saturday, I believe. Yeah, Saturday. Um, you know, I was just really mainly, I was mainly excited, you know, get in front of some fans and, you know, play at, play at nighttime again. Right. Um, yeah, I hadn't played under the lights in a while. So, 
you know, it's, it's really exciting time for, you know, our whole draft class. You know, we were fortunate enough to all drive up here or not drive up here, just come up here at the same time. Um, so, yeah. So a couple, really a couple things there. One, first of all, how unpleasant. I know you're from Texas, so it probably doesn't matter to you, but like playing afternoon baseball in Florida in the middle of August just sounds like utterly miserable to me. It's got to be about a billion degrees down there. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, you get in kind of a routine. You know, you wake up, you're waking up kind of early, but then you, you know, you start to go to bed a little bit earlier. So then. You know, it's easy to, to get yourself in a routine, but, you know, the weather is, you know, Florida weather. You know, you can't really complain. It's, it's, it's what sunny, it is. at least. You know? I, I, there is that. I guess, that, uh, I guess the rain sometimes, you know, calls an audible, but you get uh, used to it. That's fair. Now, you, you mentioned the entire draft class. We saw the lineup the other night. It was just like nothing but draft picks. Um, tell me about the relationships that you've already started to develop with some of these guys and, and what that experience has been like. Uh, a bunch of dudes you probably didn't know before a few weeks ago, but now, like, you know you're kind of all in this thing together. Yeah, we have a great, you know, great bond right now. Uh, you know, we got to get down in Florida, so then it was uh, it was good to get to know everyone and, you know, figure out where everyone's from and what everyone's, you know, capable of. So that's it was fun to, you know, get to know them down there. And then, you know, again, you mentioned it, make the trip up here and, you know, I feel like we have a good group of guys that, you know, we get along very well. So, you know, we all accent off of each other. So it's really good. That's awesome, man. How good has it felt for you to be able to produce so quickly in in this part of your career, right? Like, I know it's probably what you expected. There's a reason why you went so high in the draft and we know the season that you had at college, but like, was there any nervousness, apprehension, like, my God, what I don't want is to, you know, report to Florida, get up to Delmarva, and and struggle to start things and leave the the wrong taste in someone's mouth. Yeah, baseball's a weird game. I uh, I didn't really know what to expect going into you know the first game in Florida. Hadn't seen a live pitch in about two and a half months, and then you know it was a uh, you know once I got in the batter's box, it was like the same game. So it was good to get back in there and you know, kind of hit hit the ground running, I would say. That's so, awesome. uh, you know, it feels really good. That's awesome. Colton Kowser is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio, of course, Orioles' first-round pick, and he is down in Delmarva with the Shorebirds. Opportunity for you to go check him out before the season is over. Colton, there's a couple of things about you that I'm fascinated by. Uh, being a left-handed hitter, but yet throwing right-handed. I need to know everything about that, how it happened. I know it's not like you're the only person on the planet, but what is the background that, that you did the two things in different ways? Yeah, I don't even really know how it came about. Okay. I guess my dad, whenever I was younger, he said I grabbed the ball right-handed and threw it right-handed and then grabbed the bat and started swinging left-handed. He said, I'm not going to touch it. I mean... Uh, Smart, so smart call on your dad's well, part. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever send him a note like, hey, thanks, Dad? <laughs> really? Oh, I mean, uh, I never really even that. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but we just kind of, I always felt like it was kind of the norm. Would you be capable of doing the opposite thing with the opposite hand? Like, have you ever tried to see, like, if you'd be able to throw left-handed or, or you know, what you're, what you're like as a right-handed hitter? Have you gone that route at all? I never really felt like I, uh, you know, being a left-handed hitter and, Throwing right handed, I feel like I never really needed to try to <laughs> do the switch hitting thing. Uh, but I mean, I've swung right handed, and it's not pretty. I've also thrown left handed, so it's not very pretty. But I feel like if I worked on it, maybe I'd be able to look I mean, somewhat coordinated. Not necessary, obviously. At this point, exactly. it, it's working out okay for you. Um, it, it, I, like in diving into you on social media after the draft and trying to get to know you. It, it seems like baseball's just kind of always been your thing. Like it, everything seems to be about baseball for you. Did you always know 
that baseball was the sport for you? What, what's the background that you fell in love with the game of baseball and you care about it so much? Yeah, I grew up grew up playing three sports. I played baseball, basketball, and football. Uh, but, you know, as I got older, I felt like baseball was kind of the sport that I'd be able to, you know, succeed the most in. Uh, after, you know, around high school, I, I quit football in sophomore year, and then I didn't really play basketball through my middle school days just because I was always fouling out and always on the ground. <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up sticking with baseball. But once I started playing that, I, you know, I felt like when I put all my time and effort into it, it you know, I, I felt like I could I could make something of it. And I'm very uh, blessed and fortunate. You know, my parents were very supportive with that, and we we just hit, it, hit the ground running, I guess, I, like I mentioned earlier, and just started playing baseball full-time. So, all right, I need to go back for a second. I don't know if you're aware, but a lot of the guys in the Orioles system are um, trash talkers when it comes to their basketball game. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez is a big one, Adley Rutschman even. Like, there is a lot of basketball trash talk between these guys and how good they might be. You're basically saying you probably wouldn't talk as much about your own game or, like, you know, the, the idea that you're fouling out all the time would suggest to me that maybe you're not going to be joining that group of players that trash talk. Uh, I'm not going to knock it out now, but uh, <laughs> I guess I guess we'll see. I uh, I was a very good defender. Uh, I can jump, rebound. Uh, I can dunk a little bit, but I know those guys are a little bit bigger than me, so uh, may have a little bit of tough time tough time doing that. But no, I never really. Uh, but you would offer something to like a I'm five not the on best shooter. How about that? Okay, I'm but not uh, the best shooter, but I can always work on it. I, it sounds like though that you could, you know, if, if we're not talking about like a one on one scenario, if you're talking about like a oh, five I can on contribute for sure. Okay, yeah, that there's value sure. to that. There's value to having a player that's yep. willing to dig in and defend a little bit and do some exactly. of the dirty work, right? Like that's there is definitely value there. Uh, Colton Cowser, yep, exactly. Colton Cowser, with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Colton, um, th- there are people that were like, "Wow, who, you know this guy from Sam Houston State. Where is this guy? Give me, give me the background." When someone with your talent, how was it that Sam Houston State was the place for you to go to college? And were you at all worried that you were going to fly too far under the radar? That you weren't going to have the opportunity to be one of the top picks in the draft when you made that decision? Yeah, I think whenever I was making the decision coming out of high school, I the main the main focus and logic behind it was I wanted to go somewhere where I could play and develop and then just see what happens after that. And I I didn't have many looks coming out of high school, uh, just coming from Houston area. You know, I kind of committed around the time where a lot of the bigger schools were done offering their offering their guys, and uh, I had a Sam Houston offer, and I was it's an hour away from home, and my dad went there, so. You know, and they, it was a really good program, and I really liked the, the coaching staff. Uh, so, you know, it felt like a fit right at home. My parents were able to come watch. and But, no, none of the, the – I guess the draft was in my mind, I guess you could say. You know, it's always in your mind. But, sure. But not at the time whenever I, I chose to commit to Sam. And I'm really blessed and fortunate and grateful that it, it ended up uh, – happening the way it did yeah led you to being the number five pick in the draft that ain't too bad um did, did was there a moment when you knew colton was there a moment in your life where you were like I, this isn't just like a hobby for me or something that i could you know maybe stick with like did, was there a moment that you recognized and i'm not trying to you know get you to gloat or something like that but recognized sure. how good you were and that like there was a real opportunity for you beyond just playing baseball for the sake of playing baseball yeah, I would say probably, you know, throughout my freshman year and after my freshman year when I was, uh, 
I got the opportunity to play on the collegiate national team as a freshman, mm-hmm. I'd say, I mean, I wasn't really thinking about it while I was playing, but I think afterwards and last year when I was watching the draft, you know, I was playing with a lot of those guys who were being, you know, Torkelson was picked number one, Kerstad was number two, and I, you know, I hit, I hit between those guys. So that was, uh, that was kind of whenever it really hit me and I was able to, you know, realize I could, I could maybe make a living out of this. Did you get to know Heston uh, at, at all, like a good bit at all during that, or you know, just somebody that you know, spent a little bit of time with, didn't really develop a relationship with? Yeah, I had, a, I had a pretty good relationship with Heston. He, uh, you know, being the young guy on the team, uh, they had to mess with someone, but you know, they gave me a little <laughs> bit of hard time here and there, and um, got to talk to him, you know, right after I was picked by the Orioles and chatted with him a bit and yeah we have, we have a good relationship that's cool that's that's neat obviously we're hoping to get him back on the field pretty soon here it's been a, a very difficult time for him but that would be a really cool story that you guys ended up in the same place and could end up going mm-hmm. through some of this together um Colton priorities for you as as obviously you're only getting the the first taste right now then you go into the fall like what are the priorities for you other than just producing which will clearly move you through the system are there things about your own game that you say, hey, I know I'm a really good hitter, but I want to improve on this specific thing as I make this march towards being a major league player? Yeah, I guess when it, you know, just kind of all around, you know, you can improve in, I think baseball is one of those sports that you can always improve in pretty much every aspect of the game, whether it's just becoming more consistent or working on your intangibles, like when it comes to hitting, you know, bat speed, bat path, things like that. Uh, you know, those are things that I think that will continue to take my game to the next level, and those are things that I, I'm excited to keep working on. With what a lot of the Orioles, you know, developmental side they they have to offer, and uh, that's something that I'm really looking forward to doing the off season, and you know, even throughout the season as well. The, you know, definitely getting bigger, faster, and stronger as well. The, the attention that's on you, you know, you know the circumstance that you walked into in Baltimore. It's a little bit different than a lot of places. There's a lot more focus on what's happening in the minor leagues and with prospects and all of those things than there is in the average organization. How how have you? I guess one, have you felt that already a little bit? And and do you feel like you're someone who's built to handle that before? You know, a lot of guys don't get that spotlight until they arrive at the major league level or at least get a little bit closer. Do you feel like you're built a little bit differently that you can handle that at a at a younger age or a, a sooner time than most baseball players have to deal with some of that stuff? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, throughout your baseball career, you'll always you know have have people not breathing down your neck, I should say. But you know, there's there's always expectations, but you know, I usually try to not not worry about them and just go about my business, and the rest will kind of take care of itself. And but just worry about what I can control, and that's that's gotten me here so far. So uh, I'm just going to continue to do that. Do you go out of your way now when you get a call from Mike Elias to make sure he knows that you know that it's him? Like, how has that gone in the weeks since the MLB draft? Yeah, that was a uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, I. You know, I didn't. I was expecting a different area code whenever uh, <laughs> I was getting called, and you know, I didn't want to. You know, during the time, I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't know if someone's jacking with me right now or not." You know, and uh, had you I done, ended up okay? Hang on, did did any of your right had any of your friends tried to mess with you at some point during the course of the night? Like, had you already dealt with that at all during the course of the draft? It's no, only five picks. Buddy said he was going to, but I, I, I mean. No, no one did, and uh, <laughs> he gave her a good laugh. <laughs> it, look, I think everybody enjoyed it. I think everybody thought it was a great story, and it's something that you can have. And 
I'm sure that Michael Elias did not take it personally because he appreciated the fact that you were guarding your phone in that way. Uh, and then I have to ask you this: I, like, I've actually, you know, um, I've actually interacted with your father a couple times on social media. I know he's a huge Ted Lasso fan. Do you join him in that department? Are you all in on Ted Lasso? I have watched the first season, but I was waiting for pretty much the whole season two to watch out, or okay. come out so then I could just kind of binge watch it. Okay. So oh. I haven't watched it yet. No spoilers, please. Ah, oh, damn it. There's so many things I want to talk about. There's so many things I want to talk yeah. about from season two. Um, like it, it is, for people that have not, still for whatever insane reason, haven't given it a chance at all, your message to people that are holdouts when it comes to Ted Lasso being both unbelievably funny and yet somehow the most charming show that you'll ever watch. Yeah, it's 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 really good. I, I enjoy watching it, especially because my dad actually coached soccer uh, in high school, so he oh, that's <laughs> I don't awesome. Know if he relates to it quite like that, but oh, he, he he gets a kick out of it. That, that's awesome, man. Wait, wait, so your dad being a coach, the best thing that he ever taught you as you were coming up through baseball. Obviously, it's a little bit of a different thing, but the best thing that you learned from him is someone who knows a thing or two about leadership. Yeah, my mom was actually a soccer coach as well, so that's actually how they met. You know, they're both coaches, so I guess I come from a, a coach-oriented family. But, you know, the biggest well, thing they, was, Then give me one know, from both of them. It's the best thing you learned from both your yeah, mom and I your mean, dad. Pro- probably from both of them. It, you know, wasn't ever really – not one thing, but it was mainly how I was raised. You know, they, you know, hard work hard work beats, beats uh, talent pretty much any day of the week, and that's why, uh, you know, I always feel like I've always had to work hard and, you know, to put myself in the position I am in. Um, but sometimes you just got to put your head down and just start grinding. And that's, I kind of figured that out around probably sophomore, junior year, high school. If I really wanted to be good at something, I had to, I had to work hard at it. That's awesome, man. That's obviously a very important lesson that everybody needs to learn. That's really, really cool. Colton, man, it's, it's great to get to know you. Um, social media, where are Orioles fans giving you a follow? Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Yeah, my Twitter, I think, is at Cowser Colton. And then my Instagram is just, uh, at Colton Cowser. Give him a so. follow there. And then you need to get down to Delmarva to see the Shorebirds. You're going to be really excited about not just seeing Colton, but obviously, as he mentioned, all of this year's draft picks, they're there. Not all of them, but a good number of them are there. Um, and a first opportunity for you to get a look at them before the season ends. They are home all this weekend uh, for you to get a chance to see the Shorebirds. And then again, uh, September 7th, they'll be back home for you to check them out. Colton, man, great to uh, to chat with you. Thrilled to have you here. Can't wait to see what's next. Really appreciate taking a couple of minutes for us this morning and 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 health. At really, most more than anything, health. But great success to you moving forward as a Baltimore Oriole. All right. Well, I really appreciate it, and uh, thank you for having me again. That's Colton Kowser, Orioles first round pick, number five overall pick in the MLB draft. Terrible again, kid. Yeah, it just sounds awful, right? And like, why would you want that guy around? Right. Jeez. Too bad he can't hit, jerk. you know? Yeah, that too. That too. Ripping the cover off the ball. Um, get down. Double's machine early. No doubt. Get down, check him out. Uh, Delmarva this weekend, uh, your chance to see the number one pick of the Baltimore Orioles this season with the Delmarva Shorebirds. Winding down for hour number one of today's program. It's also been brought to you by Window Nation. They are celebrating their 15th anniversary at Window Nation. And all August long, all customers that get an in-home estimate will be entered to win their home project for free. Or buy two windows and get two free. Or you can always pay nothing for two full years when you call Window Nation, 866-90-NATION, or visit windownation.com. 
Still to come uh, in just a couple of minutes, Evan Washburn is going to chat with us about Ravens-Panthers. That's on the way. Uh, we'll go in the kitchen with Kyle. It is a Friday, so we will do that. You weren't here last Friday. That's right. That's why I felt like it's been a little while. Chicken wings. That's the answer. Oh, the chicken wings that you swear are. This is the, delicious. This is the one. We'll find out. We will find out. That's all coming up on a uh, Friday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Party with the flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite on Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. Celebrate the start of the season with a live performance by all-time low, plus a watch party for the Ravens vs. Raiders game on the Ravens Vision Boards. Appearances by Ravens legends, cheerleaders, Baltimore's marching Ravens, playmakers, and Poe. Tickets are $10 in advance and $20 the day of the event. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff for tickets and more info. Glory Days Grill's popular summer seasonal menu is back with favorites like their very berry salad and smoky thigh wings. It also features the all-new shrimp po'boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. Other delicious items include a 12-ounce New York strip steak, the barbecue chicken bowl, barbecue ribs, and smoky thigh wings combo platter, zucchini fries, and a key lime pie. All of these meals pair well with Sam Adams Summer Ale or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. Want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community? Stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. Find out more by going to glorydaysgrill.com. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage call c3 american exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible don't let the insurance industry get one over on you c3 guarantees a 48 hour rapid response call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis it takes time to get rich, flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of Colombia and Brazil to Royal Farms. But less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world. Because Royal Farms' new Swiss-made coffee machines grind those rich, flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time. It's why Royal Farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, beer, wine, and spirit showcase and so much more come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the maryland five star at fair hill october 14th through 17th buy your tickets now at maryland5star.us with the number five redefine your skills inspire change and make a difference the army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves while also improving who they will become individually soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different 
Airways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. This is Nothing but net. Your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com bring you our number two of this Friday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, they've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. I can't stop thinking about how happy I am that Mike Richards isn't going to be the host of Jeopardy. Oh, it's, it's, people get mad about Twitter mobs, things along those lines. When someone never deserves something to begin with, you, we get to celebrate the fact that they're not going to end up being the person. We're allowed to do that. This is where these things can be good. I am so bloody happy about it. Apparently, they're going to go with uh, guest hosts again for a little while before they need more time to make a permanent choice. So we'll see how that plays out. Tomorrow night, Ravens-Panthers preseason game number two. The teams have been practicing against each other for the last couple of days down in South Carolina. Joining us, one of my favorite people, of course, international sideline sex symbol. You'll see him all season long on CBS. But before that, spending the preseason once again with the Ravens broadcast team. You'll see him again tomorrow night. He is our friend, Mr. Evan Washburn, and he's back with us here on GCR. Evan, what's going on, pal? How are you? I'm good, Glenn. Uh, good to be back with you, it's man. Good, Hope all is well. Good to chat with you. My, like, what, what does your life look like? Have you been out doing like the, the camp thing for the last couple of weeks? Have you been running around like a maniac? Oh, yeah. Last three weeks, uh, 11 camps. Jeez. And uh, it was awesome. It's just so good to be back out at practices, talking to people, doing normal things and uh yeah it was it was as rewarding <laughs> experience as i've had in a while just G- based off of where we've come from give me an underrated give me like a you you won't believe that there's this like unbelievable restaurant in latrobe pennsylvania or something like that give me like an underrated stop when you're doing a camp tour there is a good spot in latrobe okay <laughs> um, i think it's called sharky's but the, the Steelers were actually not in Latrobe this year because of the COVID protocols, so they did it at home in Pittsburgh. To be honest, I, I'm going to let you down here largely because you're just getting right back on our, our stops. Were, were in and out. Yeah, um, yeah. But two years ago, when the Raiders were still in Oakland or hadn't moved all their stuff, they did their. Uh, training camp in napa so i made that a two-day uh visit you know just for journalistic purposes <laughs> yeah. how many bottles and, of wine uh, did you consume on day two of that the stop worked out in well napa? Um, well yeah. yeah i mean that's normal anyway right. I, I could do that no, sh- but, sure. uh, but it was uh some good meals mustard's grill for anybody who's going to napa and you know i and you know me i'm spending a lot of time in napa it's a, it's a regular you know, stuff you're a man, regular of the, man of the world uh, man of culture international traveler that's my jam 
All right. Um, uh, so sell me on something interesting about tomorrow night uh, and the Ravens and Panthers. As you know, I am not a preseason guy. It is not my jam. It's not what I love to do. But sell me on something that you think is interesting about tomorrow night's game. Well, I'm enjoying the, the Tyler Huntley experience. Uh, that sort of last Saturday, we kind of build it for good reason as uh, a QB battle, which, I mean, it, it still is to some degree. But now that Trace has got the back spasms, um, it puts him in a tough spot. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does with what I imagine is going to be some pretty extended action. So that's probably the headline for me. And then just kind of certain specific areas inside linebacker. You know, Malik Harrison's had a really nice camp. Um, and Patrick Queen's going to play in these games just because he needs the reps, especially in coverage. So how that looks. Offensively, there's not much just because so many guys are banged up. But, uh, I mean, those are probably the, the two areas at, at, at the moment and on the surface that, that have me going. Um, and I, I think that – it's more than anything, Glenn, just kind of a chance to see the, the weather, the depth that has been described as really strong with this team um, plays out. You spent some time this week, Evan, talking about the backup quarterback situation, and it, it's especially a tricky conversation to have because of Lamar Jackson's vaccination status, right? That, like, there could be a scenario this season where the Ravens might end up needing to win just a game or two that Lamar Jackson missed and whether it's a smart thing for a team that that could find themselves in that situation to go into the year with their backup quarterback being someone who's so wildly inexperienced and you know obviously Tyler Huntley's getting this time during the course of the preseason but would there be any nervousness there for you any apprehension about a team given uniquely the challenges of the COVID situation not having someone a little bit more experienced to be their backup should that situation play out? I mean, I would agree with you in a vacuum, but I would say largely any time you're playing with a backup, I'd be nervous. I, I agree, I mean, and, and that's a tricky thing. Cause I, it, again, in a so vacuum, I, 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 like, I get it's that. It's always like, what's the alternative? And, and if the alternative is like Nick Foles, like what does that do for you? Um, I, I just – I think in stylistically, um, and I'm stating the obvious here, I mean – the Ravens play a pretty unique brand of offense at the moment with Lamar as the engine of it. And to think that you can then just pivot to somebody who's got more snaps in the league and run something different. Like that's more jarring than a guy who seems to be able to run the same offense just hasn't played much, if at all. You know, we, we talked about that a little bit, Evan, and there isn't like an ideal answer, right? Like, the, the, you know, maybe a Tyrod Taylor would have been the ideal answer, but he's got a job, you know? Like, there's. And there's... that costs so much money. Like, right. Why are you spending $6 right. million dollars on something that, you know, maybe if things go, you know, haywire, whether it be COVID or just, you know, getting nicked up as a one, two game situation. And, and everybody knows if for whatever reason, like Lamar Jackson's going to be out for an extended period of time, as I knock on every piece of wood, it, your season's over. There is no backup quarterback that you're going to be able to go win a Super Bowl with. I know, you know, that we can keep talking about Nick Foles, till the, but it's just not, it's impractical. That's the way that it works. If you lose him, you lose it all. I just don't, I don't know. Uniquely, this one feels a little bit different to me, just because of the COVID stuff, man. Like it's that that you saw what happened a year ago when they didn't have Lamar Jackson, and fortunately, that didn't doom them. But you know, it it really did come close, right? Like they needed a miracle in the Cleveland game in order to survive it. That there was a scenario that was very practical by which not having him for that one game and not having a backup they could trust and could have ended up being the difference in them making the playoffs a year ago. No doubt, and and that's the the you know, the tight wire act that 
that Lamar and the team and everybody's going to have to walk this season to some degree once again. I just think, too, uh, and that's why I'm excited about tomorrow night and, and Huntley getting some, some more time, especially against the ones. Like, I don't know if I, we haven't talked to Harb yet. Um, I don't know if Lamar's starting or not or if he's playing, but let's say he does. It's just a little bit of time. I right. mean, Huntley's going to face some, you know, top, you know, ones and twos for Carolina. Let's see if he can do the same stuff. Because the other aspect of this, too, is, like, there's a good story in the idea that, yes, Huntley hasn't played, but it's that old rub and you know we dealt with it you know people deal with it professionally it's always frustrating it's like oh we we want somebody with more experience well how am i supposed to get experience unless you give me a shot it's fair it's fair um i I think that you know there's a scenario where huntley's a better version of rg3 he is evan washburn ravens panthers tomorrow night wbal is where you will watch it here locally he's joined us in glenn clark radio Evan, the uh, wide receiver situation has been a mess for injury reasons uh, this time around, not a mess necessarily because of personnel. We think it's a unit that has a chance to be as deep as maybe we've ever seen with the Baltimore Ravens. But the Rashad Bateman thing, that to me, I, I, I was posed this question. I did a hit in Kansas City the other day, and I was posed, or maybe it was the Cleveland one I did, but they said, are you are you more uh, are you do you have greater belief uh, similar belief or lesser belief in the Ravens than when training camp began and I was like well that's a weird question but I thought about it more and I liked it because I said if I had to be honest maybe a little bit lesser just because I, I feel like Rashad Bateman really is significant to what the Ravens are trying to do in terms of taking the next step right like I think they're going to be a good football team because they have a good roster and they're very deep but being a team that threatens to win a Super Bowl. I think that almost requires Rashad Bateman to be a legitimate contributor slash high-level player very soon. Are you at all apprehensive about that being more difficult because he's not out there for the rest of camp and whatever time he's going to miss to start the season? No, I wouldn't be apprehensive at all. Yeah, it's going to make it um, that much harder. Um, But that's kind of the the deal uh, with this league and I would my follow-up to the guys in Cleveland or Kansas City would be like do you mean in week one or do you mean in week eight right week one I would feel pretty confident saying right now I don't I feel worse because the guys haven't played right and a guy who was supposed to play a lot had groin surgery if you said week eight uh I'd I'd be okay with it I'd I'd probably say I feel better about it um and now that that's using the uh, understanding that we don't know how bad Marquise and Miles situation is seems to be hamstring it sounds like they're just being uber careful and all things and all signs are pointed to week one I I think that what has struck me being at 11 camps and really bouncing around again this year is that training camp has value but not what it was or not uh, in the minds of coaches and front offices that it had uh, a while ago just based off of the way that they they manage players, especially high-end players and starters. Oh, no question. And that's why the first four weeks have become what the old preseason used to be. So I really I look at like week five and six as a time to start making declarations about whether or not a position group has been a, a disappointment or hasn't lived up to the, the, the hope or the equity that was placed into it, either free agency and or draft. So um, – if it's about week one, then yeah, all the, all the, the panic and, and negativity is, is warranted based off of the fact that guys haven't played. But I think the true judgment of whether it's been a success or it's better than it was a year ago probably has to wait until week five or six. 
You mentioned the offensive line. Um, I mean, obviously, it's been banged up at various times. And, it's, I mean, people seem to think that Ben Cleveland has the upper hand as far as the left guard position is concerned. But, I mean, is there really that much of a reason as far as what you can tell that that would be the case? No. Uh, I, I There's nothing. I, I mean, again, I, and I, I always try and caveat this, too. Um, I was at practice one day and I've watched one preseason game. So I'm not looking at the all 22 of, of when he's been out of practice and haven't been grinding on it. Like, you know, the beat reporters have. So um, that, that should be factored into to my opinion, but um, you know, I, I don't see it that way, um, but he's a, a higher draft pick. And that, I think that would be the hope, um, but he's like any position you would imagine has to earn it. I mean, I, I you know I think that there's been a lot of people that have penciled in a third a low third round draft pick as being a starter in the offensive line, and I certainly hope that ends up being the case. It'd be great news if that's the case if he's really that good. But I always thought that was a little dicey to make that assumption from moment one um, that just because a man you know looks like a professional wrestler that means that he's definitely ready to be an <laughs> NFL offensive lineman on day one of his career. Like I, I just don't know that that's something that we can assume because of someone's size. I think we should be smarter than that. Yeah, I, I I think there's two sides to the way um, things are are sort of uh, brought to light. There's the there's the fun marketing right. kind of side of things, and then there's the reality of coaches deciding who's best for that position. Correct, and that uh, will will win out. Um, 10 out of 10 times, and, and he might still be that guy, right? Like it's totally possible yeah. that he still ends up being that guy. Um, I don't know if you even saw, there were some reports this week about the Ravens having some interest in Tim Patrick of the Broncos. Did you make anything of that in terms of, like, could that be a statement about where they feel they are with Rashad Bateman? Did you have any reaction to that whatsoever? Uh, my biggest reaction, honestly, was I'd forgotten that he was an undrafted free agent. Yeah, he spent some time, yeah, correct. And it, it adds to the incredible list of Ozzie and Eric uh, undrafted free agents that have either obviously been successful in Baltimore or other places. So that was honestly my main takeaway. Uh, yeah, it would make sense in the immediate. Why not? I mean, like, add what you can to a room. Because I, I think with the Bateman situation, that's why I kind of looked at week eight. I, I think, you know, ideally he comes back. Maybe, you know, he's back at practice week one or two, maybe of the season. But he's not going to be ready to, like, do his thing and really kind of break out like they expected probably into the midpoint of the season just because it's going to take us a while to, figure out how to be an NFL pro in live games. So if Patrick can, can provide some depth there, but I keep going back to like the miles or more so Marquise. I mean, like that them playing at some point, hopefully in that third preseason game. Yeah. And then in week one, and then we find out down the road, Hey, they, we were just being uber cautious with them. That, that to me um, is uh, would be, you know, be a better uh, version or solution than, you know, trying to trade for Tim Patrick. And my thought was, like, if you can get Tim Patrick for a song, like, if the Broncos are just looking to, you know, give him away for, for net, by all means, right? Like, if you're paying a real yeah, price. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. Exactly right. If you got to pay a real price for it, I, you know, I, I, I'm probably less interested at that point in uh, doing something with Tim Patrick. So, so then what's after this? So, like, you start getting ready for the season. So the tour's over. You do the game tomorrow night. You guys got one more game next weekend. Do you get to, like, stay home for a little while? Or what, what does – you have to go up to New York? Like, what does life look like for you now? Yeah, li- life's good, man. Um, we'll do that uh, game tomorrow, game next week, and then I'm just um, hanging 
at home getting ready for the season. Uh, obviously, it, it's weird. It, it feels like the season's starting later this year. I think it's September 12th or whatever. So, yeah, I'll be around. Um, I think we're just getting our first three games here at some point in the next couple of days, uh, assignments. But uh, just lo- kind of looking at the, the schedule, there's there's just some great matchups early in, in the season that, uh, that I think we'll have. At Evan Washburn on Twitter, of course, is how you follow him as always. And, again, tomorrow night, Ravens-Panthers on WBAL. Check him out there. Evan, always appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Yeah, man, anytime. Great to be back talking some ball. Thank you, dude. Evan Washburn, love that guy. Appreciate him hopping on with us this morning. Um, He is, uh, of course, the international sideline sex symbol on CBS and uh, doing Ravens games in the preseason. Does stuff for the Ravens throughout the season as well on their uh, digital side and their website and things like that and some of their TV shows Mm -hmm. that... I'm, I'm, I wish I could tell you more about where you could watch. I guess they're all on WBAL. I think they are. I don't. It's not. I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm out in that business. I don't know where they all air. But Ravens Wire or something? Uh, I, sure. I know that was. That sounds like a show that they did. I don't know if it's still a show that they do. They do. There are TV shows, and I know. I only know like inside the Ravens. I want to say like one that? of them airs after Saturday Night Live every week. Yeah. Because I DVR Saturday Night Live. What do you mean after the news after Saturday Night Live? What? Don't they do the news after no, Saturday No, they do Live? the news, then they do Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live is 11.30. They do the news at 11, Saturday Night Live at 11.30, and then at 1 a.m., because that's a good, like, I know it sounds crazy to think that 1 a.m. on a Saturday night, Sunday morning is a good slot, but Saturday Night Live does quite well in sure. ratings. And so going on after Saturday Night Live is a good spot to put something. Yeah, and get I, the numbers, yeah. I believe, over the years, I remember seeing on my DVR the Evan Washburn show pop up after Saturday Night Live ended. I feel like a jerk that I'm not getting. Like, I'm just, I'm really talking about something I have no idea because it's not. I like Evan. I want that to be known. He's a great guy. He does a very good job. He's quite the professional. And um, you will see him tomorrow night for Ravens Panthers. Today's show also brought to you by Glory Days Grill. The final days of the summer seasonal menu at Glory Days Grill. If you've not tried the very berry salad, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's delicious. And if you have still gone this long without trying the smoky thigh wings at Glory Days Grill, you are an insane person. You need to seek help. They're phenomenal. There are other great things on the summer seasonal menu, including the shrimp po' boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade, as well as the 12-ounce New York strip steak, the barbecue chicken bowl, the barbecue ribs, and smoky thigh wings combo platter. Yeah. I've had dreams about that. I was going to say something else, but I'm not sure the Glory Days Grill would want me to say that thing, so I will save it. I think I know what you're going to say. I was going to I get it. You know, say something about it's the types tangential, of tangential. Yes. Yeah, something like that, but I'm not going to do that because, again, they didn't put that here in the read. And, and I don't think they, they would, yes. While they like me sort of going off script every now and then, I don't then, think that's the direction I don't they were know if that's for. what they wanted the association with Correct. when it comes to the – Correct. The, We'll yes. Just, you know, I, thank I think you. if you Appreciate can read between it. the lines, you Hey, also the zucchini fries as yeah. well as the key lime pie and more. All of these meals pair well with the Sam Adams Summer Ale or their anniversary IPA brewed with Devil's Backbone. You can go find out more at glorydaysgrill.com. Uh, from Madison, Stranger Things. Oh, this is about the uh, Brandon Hyde question from earlier. Stranger Things have happened, but I don't see it because the season is almost over, and I don't see them giving Freddie Gonzalez or someone else an audition. Well, it wouldn't be about an audition right. if they There's did it. There's nothing that could be done. It would just be about them making a statement. Mm-hmm. It would just be nothing other than them saying, 
look, there's bad and then there's this. We're just doing it because, and, and we talked about this yesterday when we had this conversation. I still just think you're too close to the end of the season that it's just not necessary to make that statement. And I know this is going to sound weird. I would have to start doing the math. Once football season starts... Well, people kind of check it, out like, a little. No yeah. one really cares either way. Mm -hmm. So what statement are you even making? Like, you're making a statement that no one's paying attention to at that point. Um, and I don't, I'm not suggesting that, that that's the way that the, no, the organization can't leadership that of the Orioles right, yeah. should think, but I'm also going to tell you that they definitely have made decisions in the past thinking about similar concepts, thinking about when they might lose the attention of people and if they were going to do something, we should do it now and not wait any longer in order to do it. I'm those. I'm telling you, there's reality to that, at least in the past. I can't tell you if anybody over there is thinking about that right now. But if the point is to make a statement to say, we hear you, we feel you, this was worse than we were okay with it being, mm -hmm. and we want to make a statement about that, you would want to do that before football season began. Now, for what it's worth... Football season doesn't start until the 13th around here. And so it's about time for more you losses. could 100% <laughs> break the record by far, and I guess you could still do it before football season begins. So I don't know, man. I just don't know. And from – oh, this is from Darren. Darren follows up, nice. says, uh, Glenn, appreciate you reading the message earlier on this morning. I do want to say two things. One, I was not suggesting that Antoine Wesley and Anthony Edwards oh, were the dial same. It back. Oh, okay. Were the, were the gonna... same were the same player. No, I certainly know that Anthony Everett is more accomplished, and I didn't get the sense that that's what you were saying either. I was just trying to give you the reference for it. Also, <laughs> if the Ravens if the Ravens can't trade for Tim Patrick, maybe they could re-sign Antoine there it Wesley. Is. There it is. That's assuming he doesn't make he the inevitably Cardinals gets roster, cut by the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm going to guess they probably won't go that route, Darren. They're both 6'4". We're going to get a lot of run on Antoine Wesley today on Glenn Clark Only Radio. people. The only people the on country. the planet that are having a conversation. We don't know that someone outside of the country isn't. It's a great point. It might be in right. Lyon today. They're yeah. really yeah. concerned about Antoine Wesley. What else to talk Wesley. about over in Paris Saint-Germain? I saw, yeah, I know, right? What do they have going on for them? I saw Christian Pulisic did uh, COVID. I don't care for that much. They don't like that one bit. Don't care for it. Um, uh, he's going to uh, miss a big game for Arsenal, apparently. Well, what I, are we doing here? Uh, it's going to miss the Arsenal-Chelsea match. Who? It does seem significant. So he's going to miss a game against Arsenal is what you mean. What's that? He plays for Chelsea. Right, he plays for yeah. Chelsea, yes. yes he's okay. going to miss the game against Arsenal, yeah. right. Um, yeah, I, I totally... Honest to God, I did know that. I just, in reading it off the, the first website that I pulled up the information from, allowed that to seep into my brain the only things right yeah it's where i go that's where i read all my articles and get all my information always have always will i like a lot of people are worked up about the only uh, i mean it's messed up you it is say messed it's, up that you allowed a I, group of people to have I, a i understand what you're saying it's this is also sort of the way the world works there's a howard stern used to do a lot of things too and then when Howard Stern realized that, like, if he wanted to have a job on NBC, he couldn't do those things, he said, I'm not going to do those what things What are their anymore. aspirations? What do they think they're about to become? I, well, OnlyFans has become part of the, the pop culture zeitgeist. And but because of nudes, Glenn. That's how they launched. And then they became uber famous because celebrities started going on OnlyFans. And they weren't doing... And by the way, you can still do nudes. You just can't do graphic sexual content. I think content. that it's about... No, you can still do general. nudes. You can't do graphic sex. So we're sex. still good? Yeah, we're still fine. We're all right. They're not pulling down 
on our content. We're good there. I'm not angry. There's an awkward, this is a really awkward moment that I had. Um, you know what? I don't know if I can tell this story or no. not now that I think about it. All I'm the not, subscriptions not, you had, you were worried about whether they were going to be worth sure. it. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can tell this. There was, I think she was fine. I think she was okay with this. There was, apparently, Photo Bucket was an old photo hosting site yeah. for your own yeah, yeah, personal yeah. photos. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't, there, you could, I couldn't go look at your photo bucket, for example. I could use photo bucket. Back in the day when it was harder to post pictures on Not websites. Not to be confused with Bodo. Whole, wholly different thing. Don't, don't finish that sentence. Um, this was a website where you could go host a photo and then you could share that photo by like copying yeah, the code yeah, right. and you could then post that photo on your own website. Yeah. But you had to go to a different site to host the photo. Yeah. And if you were someone of a certain age at a certain point in your life when you were receiving pictures from certain people politicians, you wanted to save them right. for whatever reason, this was the place where you might save Spider-Man. These pr- yes, if you had <laughs> pictures of yeah. Bring me pictures <laughs> of Spider-Man. It's not a bad J.K. Simmons, by the way. I oh, feel like I should. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, I, it was not, I'm not saying I could do a regular <laughs> J.K. Simmons. I'm just saying that one was an okay one. Uh, there were some rumors about J.K. Simmons being part of the next Spider-Man, by the way. He should be always Jameson. I, I Nobody else I should play John Jameson. John J- yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with that. So um, this was the site where you might save some of those photos that you had received. And recently I found out that Photo Bucket may be going under finally. I can't believe they still exist yeah, for what right? it's worth. They sent me an email that said um, you have to, yeah. you have to um, if you if you want so your photos. The FBI has recently No, that's not what they sent me. They sent me and said that if you want your photos, you need to go download them because we're going away, essentially. Like, don't before we go away, if there are pictures here, and I appreciate that, because like, what if there's something sentimental that you would save How the photo bucket? Over the year? I, not this, not this <laughs> type of picture, a different type of picture. Maybe a photo of a grandparent or something of course, along those lines. You have the same album. You know what? <laughs> if I went and looked at my photo bucket today, I don't know if it's still an, uh, a possibility for me to do that. At least the resolution was low enough where you couldn't <laughs> tell the difference. <laughs> oh, God. They were really low res pictures. That's not a joke either in the photo bucket era. Um, if you had something sentimental, you might want to go, you know, yeah. find it and save it somewhere else because I believe the mm-hmm. story is the photo bucket will be disappearing. So I went into my photo bucket like eight months ago and I was like, oh, I was definitely not using photo bucket for um, pictures of my grandmother. <laughs> that was not what I was using photo bucket for. But I was particularly caught off guard. How many men there were? Yeah, that. right. That was well. I wasn't really caught off guard by that. I was young. <laughs> there were a lot of things. No, I was particularly caught off guard because there were pictures of a friend of mine that I never dated, I never had any sort of relations with whatsoever. Okay. And I was like, why would I? Why in the world? Yeah. Did I have pictures of this person in a state of undress sure. in my photo bucket? Like, why would that be the case? So. Intrigued by the question, because this person is a genuine friend, I sent her a message. I said, I, I know this is going to sound odd. <laughs> and I just sort of read the, ran through the story. I'm like, photo bucket. It was a whole way. I'm, you know the deal. Yeah, you remember how I was yeah. an awful person. <laughs> uh, wh- why? Why? Yeah. Why? And she said, you don't remember? I said, no, I most certainly do not. She said, I tried. 
and I thought that, that would work. I said, I don't remember that at all. But I don't I even remember even that a little bit. But I did what, save it. What kind of idiot was I? Was I the dumbest human being on the face of the planet <laughs> that you were sending me photos and I didn't realize? Hello, McFly? Stupid person I was. Like, what did I think the reasoning was for this? And you saved that you it. Were, and I saved them. <laughs> That you were asking, you were asking me to critique your photo because you were trying to become a model. Nice like, mise en scene. You yeah, know? what the hell is wrong with me? Well, a lot. I might be the single dumb. Or at the point, I was definitely the single dumbest human being of all time. That 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 was the case, and I had no recollection of it whatsoever. I don't know how we got there. From only fans. Only fans. Only fans going. Well, not going away, but just mostly going. The away. graphic sex stuff. How do they define graphic? Is going away. I think it's pretty easy. I think it's the difference between um, Cinemax and porn. I think so it's is, like you can do softcore still. Yeah, you can do things that aren't graphic sex. I think is. I think that's. I think most human beings know the difference in those things. I don't think it's all that difficult. I I believe, by the way. Uh, See Rachel Dolezal as an OnlyFans now. And she was the one that was pretending to be black, yep, right? Yep, like yep, she was yep, the. Yeah. Yep. I think that's what did it. You think that was that the was moment? The I, th- I feel like I saw somebody say something about that yeah. on Twitter yesterday. I, I don't really. I mean, first of all, I don't care, right? Like I've I've never, I've never used OnlyFans. Yeah, sure, on, yeah. E- either way, me neither. Yeah, right, definitely. I don't know if you know this. There's a lot of content on the interwebs that you don't have to pay for. So, OnlyFans was not the place that I went to in order to get my content. Uh, doesn't mean I have any problem with the people that were doing it. And there will be other, like, what, the demise of OnlyFans for that type of content will lead to the next place. There was an issue with banking. They were trying to make themselves more appeal. Like, they were, it seemed like they were capitulating to capital. Is that what happened but here? This is, it's, it's about wanting, you have the opportunity as a company to associate yourself with big name, other big name co- corporations and to get their money Why and their both? investments. Because those corporations don't want to be tied to graphic sex. And we can have an entire conversation about whether or not that should be the case. And I certainly respect First Amendment. And I this is not something I by no means am a prude. Like, I have no problem with this type of thing. But I get that if you're MasterCard, for example, and somebody comes to you in a meeting and says, are you proud that you're associated with this? Yes. I'm pretty sure that the person in the MasterCard meeting is going to say, nah. We don't want to be associated with that. We we'll go ahead and say, nah, we'd rather not. Well, I'll be the and one to so say. So they go back to you and my credit card company will right. happily associate. Yes, right. Thank with you. With OnlyFans, the, the Kyle no card, what they do, yeah, yeah. The, the KO card. You can See, use. Brendan Copeland had. He's got like a deal with a certain. This is not with OnlyFans. Only I want to make that very clear. He's Our friend like, has um, nothing to do with OnlyFans. Helps fans. facilitate like a credit card essentially well, like two cards to try wonderful. and help like God, students get their credit up God and bless. all that expect nothing less god bless i guess he didn't do his campus here i have no idea i couldn't tell you we didn't like i mean he didn't message us right, about yeah, it yeah. so normally he does right i like i like great, great he's dude. a falcon now he is he is a falcon now after uh, spending some time with the patriots i don't know what just happened there but there it Covered is all the bases yeah right i'm pretty sure we got to everything that mattered all the news that's fit to print and the rest of it is in the new print issue of press box nice. which is available right now at your neighborhood royal farms any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find press box go get it right now on the cover marlon humphrey great story from bo smolka about um, the lineage of great defensive stars in baltimore and where marlon humphrey finds himself as sort of the next guy in that group 
Also, a lot of college football coverage in the new print issue of PressBox, as well as a special football gaming section and a section previewing the upcoming Maryland Five Star. Find it all in that new print issue of PressBox, or you can read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. All right, Jules, what did you prepare for the uh, talent uh, portion of the program? What do you have I'm going to sing a song. What are you going to sing? I'm looking forward to this. The Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles, Hotel California. On a dark desert highway. No. All right, uh, you you got you, give me a couple bars, give me a little bit. I was gonna say actually, I'm gonna make an OnlyFans and build Legos on it. Is that that's the thing now? That's like the, the thing, thing that people are on using OnlyFans. Only yeah, on OnlyFans like, and sell my Lego sets on OnlyFans. That this is not a joke. Like that's what OnlyFans are. They intend- custom sets or are they like just follow the instructions in the box sort Fo- of thing? I was gonna follow the instructions in the, the box. People, this is the weirdest part. Somebody would pay you to do that. There I know is, someone there's would. someone in the world that who would the pay fun? to watch you put together Lego sets. The f- half the fun of what? Of getting Legos, of building them yourself. I don't know. Maybe people just don't want that. They want to see your Lego art. They want that's no, what they want. It sounds like he's talking about you buying the. But thing they would also built. have to watch the videos to to watch you put together the Legos. People, this is a thing, man. Like this is whatever your weird niche is. People want that. I don't understand it. But at you all. can't do it naked. You can do it no, naked. No, I was going to do it fully clothed. Okay. But well, if you then, want to, you could still do it again. They said nudity. But within a re- within a point, you could just. You could just you couldn't drop do, trousers you and couldn't just do build cer- Legos? I don't think you could do certain things with the Legos, is what they're saying now. There are certain things you couldn't use the Legos for. That would well, probably... Well, that's half the fun. I understand, Kyle. I'm not... Hey, look, I want to make this very clear. What you do at home, yeah. the relationship you and your, your uh, uh, young lady have, yeah. that's still allowed. All right. Just can't put it on OnlyFans anymore. There's still, I assure you, plenty of places. You could join the... The Pornhub community, if you'd like, and and do your Lego videos there, if that was what you were Isn't so inclined to do. Mostly are. Yeah, is. I know. Most most <laughs> of the Pornhub community is nothing but Lego videos. That's a whole thing, man. Like that's what that's what OnlyFans has become. I don't I don't get it at all. But like people doing cooking videos on OnlyFans instead of giving them away for free nude? on YouTube. Not again, okay. not nude. Careful just, with the bacon. <laughs> you're just signing up to watch somebody cook. That's all you're doing, Kyle. You're just signing up to watch somebody cook. And you're willing to pay for it, despite the fact there's a billion cooking videos on YouTube. Yeah. Despite the fact you can do that, you want to watch this specific person cook. And they're taking their content to OnlyFans because they can get more money for it there. And you just happen to like watching that particular person cook. It makes zippy sense to me. I want to make this abundantly clear. I would never spend money. I, what if, would you subscribe if to? If they put fans? season yeah. three of Detroiters on OnlyFans, yeah, I would spend money to watch season three of Detroiters on OnlyFans. By the way, the guy from the guy from Charlotte, I want you to see this. Guy from Charlotte messaged me about coming on with them this morning. Yeah, and he said, uh, "Here, you can just read this entire text exchange out loud." You can. That's fine. Hey, Glenn, this is blank blank. Would one twenty p.m. Eastern work today? Yep, works fine. Excellent. Anything we can promote for you? GlennClarkRadio.com, or that more people should go find the television show Detroiters and watch it in hopes that we might one day get to season three. Ha ha, you got it. I so if he doesn't. He better, yeah. he better plug it now. He better promote. When I'm on with Nick Wilson today down in Charlotte, I better get a plug in for, if you're not familiar with the program Detroiters, go find it in hopes that we can demand a season three at some point. So I care about the things that matter, and I want to make that very clear. We'll come back in. We'll go in the kitchen with Kyle. That's next as we wind down for the week in a Friday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. 
and it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized trading, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Here it watch out for the first time the pga tours fedex cup playoffs is coming to maryland the top 70 players in the world converge on Kays valley golf club for the 2021 bmw championship august 24th through 29th 2021 baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up tickets are now available don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold visit bmwchampionship.com today C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Bear Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Bear Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirit showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot and then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms Coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate fan experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. We take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. The perfect destination for sports enthusiasts and fun seekers. We're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Book your table now at SportsSocialMD.com. That's SportsSocialMD.com. It's Window Nation's 15th year anniversary. During August, all customers that get an in-home estimate will be entered to win your home project for free. That's correct, a chance to win free, top-of-the-line, energy-efficient Window Nation windows installed by experts with over 15 years' experience that will keep your home cool during the summer months and warm during the colder months. If you don't win, get half of your windows free with their buy two windows and get two free deal. Plus, pay nothing for two full years. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Tweet us at 
Glenn Clark Radio. 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. GlennClarkRadio.com. Back in here on GCR. Don't forget the Purple Takeover. Coming to the Maryland State Fair in Timonium 10. Actually, it's more than 10. I think it's actually 12 now. Former, future, current Baltimore football stars will all be there. And you can get pictures and autographs with all of them. Get your tickets right now for the meet and greets by going to greateightsmemorabilia.com. Again, the word great, the number eight, the letter S, the word memorabilia.com to find out more. And don't forget, the Tyus Bowser Show launches on September 7th. Find out more at pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. Appreciate the partnership with Great Eights Memorabilia in order to make that happen. A uh, couple of things. Jules, you can just hang out on the microphone the rest of the way. We can leave Jules in the shot and make him be a part of the show. But you gotta make look look involved. Don't don't look like you're, you know, you gotta look you gotta chime in where you want to. Um so uh John said, Why are the banks only calling out OnlyFans and not just porn or why are the banks and the credit cards? It's I it's not that kind OnlyFans is trying to become more like Facebook. That's what they're doing. That's here. not gonna happen. They're trying to well, you'd say that, except for the fact that they might. They want to become no. a place where everyone goes to, not just people who are looking for pornography. They want but to you be automatically able to have to. You're you're implying that look, Facebook is inclusive for all. You can just make an account; doesn't cost you a dime. OnlyFans, in order to to reach the content, you need to pay money, don't or you? Or you could do your own content and have someone else pay for it. Like you, th- this is the reality of it. They want to become that type of marketplace. They want to have a broader ridiculous. scope. You say it's ridiculous. Once upon a time, Snapchat was only associated with nudes, and then Snapchat became a regular social media platform that companies had to start using. I've never used it, but I understand that that's the way the world works, right? Like, you go, you start as one thing and realize there's a broader scope well, they for lost what me, you can do. They're no longer paying You're, you're out on, on OnlyFans? Yeah. You were a big OnlyFans guy. And huge. now that you can't see those Lego videos anymore. Correct. The ones yeah. I want, at least. Right. Type, yeah. the, the specific type <laughs> of Lego video that you were looking for. And for what it's worth, I do believe that that uh, one time the credit card companies did go after, um, I don't know if it was Pornhub or some of the other uh, porn sites, uh, in relation to revenge porn. And I mean, said, sure, like, you that's have, something that you, should be banned in the most places. Well, I understand everywhere. that, but they use their influence to say, you have to tighten your standards on this website that people can't just upload whatever pornography they want to upload because they might be uploading things that aren't okay. And so they forced the, even the pornography companies to change their standards, the credit card companies did, to change their standards because they were threatening to deplatform de- de- them and say, if, if you don't, we will no longer uh, allow MasterCard users or whoever it was to pay for their pornography at your website by using our cards. Now, for what it's worth, I, and this is the part where I'm going to, I don't know who's paying when they go to a website like that. I don't fully understand that thought process, but it worked. It was alive in 2005. It worked. I, there was a time. <laughs> I would have understood it a great deal. I have no idea why anybody would be paying for pornography in the year of our Lord 2021, but I want to make it very clear. I support anybody who's trying to earn a, a living, and uh, God bless them, and uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to pay for it, you could get music for free too, but people like to pay the artists um for their work, and so if you can get pornography for free, but you want to show your appreciation for someone's work by paying for it, God bless you. I'm trying to make it very clear. Everything's okay. Everyone's a winner. What's that line from the MIA song? I don't know. Everybody, everyone's a winner. You don't remember that song? Nope. All I want to do is and take your money. All yeah. Paper plans, I believe it was what is it was that, called. She says take your money? Yeah. I never remember the actual line. And take sort of 
like to look up the lyrics to Paper Plane. It's been a long time. It's about a robbery. It is. Yes, that's why they have the gunshots. Oh, I wanna, uh, um, hang on a second. I'm going to pull up the lyrics. Go By the me. way, the lyric I was thinking of, everyone's a winner. We're making our fame. Bonafide hustler making my name. All I want to uh, do is that part now, yeah. and, mm, mm, and take your money. All I want to do is... Mm, mm, mm. That was OnlyFans' motto for a while. Though. Correct. That yeah. really was what OnlyFans <laughs> was doing for a little while. What was the uh, hip-hop song that used that as a as a sample, and then they ended up performing it all together? It was like it was like a song that Yeah, had, I remember. It was huge. It was Jay-Z, Kanye, and like T.I. It was like every hip-hop star of the time all did a song yeah, together. Man. That was back when I was going to senior week. Ah, wow. Right around wow. there. Wow. Yeah, look at you. Well, poker face was big at that point Ooh, as well. Pop, 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 poker face. Swagger like us. No on the corner had swagger like us. No on the corner got swag. That was the one, and it, it uh, used a sample of Paper Planes by oh, MIA. We covered that. And MIA performed the song Super Pregnant at whatever award show that was, whether that was the Grammys or the whatever those awards were. That's a trip down memory lane with your boy Glenn Clark. That's what I had for you this morning. Let's do this now. It's time for Kyle in the Kitchen. Kyle in the Kitchen is taped in front of a live studio audience. Kyle in the Kitchen brought to you this week by... Oh, who this Who this be? This be... Oh, this be Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. So, this is the dish that created it all. This segment would not have existed... Had it not been for that one morning where you were in a particularly salty mood, and I told <laughs> how you... How am I supposed to remember which morning I, I was in a particularly salty mood? Kyle. And I told you about how my experience cooking chicken wings the night prior yeah. went swimmingly. Okay. And, and, I, and I needed... Best... Were we having a tough day guest-wise? Was there... Like, everybody didn't post. Yeah, like it was a particularly difficult day, and I just needed... I needed some positivity in my life Correct. at that point. Something like that. Yeah. So... These chicken wings, as you know, my, I fancy myself something of a chicken wing connoisseur. I think they are some of the finest food items uh, have in you, existence. Have you seen the content that the, the big yes. cat fella has How good been do those doing? Look? From, they do look phenomenal. And this I is apparently a hidden, a hidden joint in Buffalo. Wing nuts is what it's called. That it just exists at like an American Legion Hall. And you have so to good. call ahead and say you're coming to get your wings. They it's not so really good. a restaurant necessarily. Yeah, they looked amazing. Yeah, they looked incredible. Um, I was going to get wings last night, and the place I was going to, evidently every year, closed from April, August 15th through August 23rd. To go to the beach or something? Like, Either is that, that. I think the... it's probably like a, like a calm before the football storm, maybe. Maybe. But right. very popular wing joint in the area, and was heartbroken, crestfallen. To find they were closed when I arrived. Hey, look, man, I know you love your Hooters, but there are other places that you can go to get wings. They just bred them so good. I was surprised that they closed. So I am a snob when it comes to chicken wings. I'll still eat any chicken wing, but I'll tell you what's wrong with them if I don't think they're up to par. This this guy. Listen to this guy. The most important feature of a chicken wing, in my opinion. Their smile. Yeah. Is the crisp. A nice rendered skin. That can hold up to some sauce, and it's not going to end up like a soggy, which is still delicious. Don't get me wrong. Soggy wings are still chicken, so it's not going to taste bad. But the standard is if they still have that crisp, the crunch, to make it so that it's a delightful dipping experience with the blue cheese. If you like ranch over blue cheese, you're wrong. This is one of the few places where we agree. And so I did a little research 
to try to figure out how to find or to produce the renderization, if that's a word, it isn't, mm, but it is don't now. think it is. The renderization sure, of those tasty chicken wings. Now, for what it's worth, a couple things that will be helpful. One in particular, I don't know if you're buying your wings whole or pre-cut. If you're buying them pre-cut, what's it like being so rich? Apparently, wings, by the way, are one of the, like, very expensive oh, at the current time. they are extraordinarily yeah. expensive at the so, current time. So, if you buy them whole... It would help immensely to purchase wing shears or poultry shears that you can get on your, you know, delivery site that delivers everything mm-hmm. and some stainless steel ones for 14, 15 bucks makes your life so much easier because if you're using a butcher's knife or some sort of knife in order to cut through and separate your flats from your drums, it's going to take you a while and it can sometimes be quite difficult. Because, frankly, I don't think us as amateurs know exactly the perfect place to separate them. I know chefs would tell you that's easy, but we're not all chefs. You can get yourself a nice pair of poultry shears for 26 bucks currently on Amazon. Sure. And they help immensely. So you're going to get your whole wings if you have them whole, and you're going to break them down, right? Cut off the little bottom part, separate the flats from the drums, all that stuff. Throw them in. You're going to want to dry them off. This is important. Dry them off after you've separated them and you put them in your before you put them in your mixing bowl. Because, again, like, the seasoning will adhere to it better. They will reduce better if there's not a layer of moisture on the outside between the seasoning and all of that fun stuff. So, dry them off, throw them in your mixing bowl. Once you've got all your wings in the bowl, season them a little, right? A little olive oil, some salt, some pepper. I like to go the lemon pepper route. Heavy on the lemon pepper, and I mixed in some cayenne powder this time around. So, a nice... Probably two and a half to one lemon pepper to cayenne. So spicy lemon pepper is what we're working with here. I'm listening. And you literally are going to just coat them, overcoat them. There's no such thing as too much lemon pepper seasoning, in my opinion. You get lemon pepper wings, you don't have one that's covered in seasoning. You're like, what is this? What are they trying to do to me here? So a lot of lemon pepper. And depending on your price or your preference of spice, which is price, of course, you are going to put your cayenne along with it. And toss the wings, whether you do it by hand, with tongs, however you want to go about it. If you're feeling saucy and just do the old bowl toss. I am, I'm a man who feels saucy right But occasionally yeah. you'll lose one on the ground and then you hate yourself. Ah. So mix them up. All that good stuff. Once they're nice and coated, this is where the other addition to the raw chicken bowl for the renderization is important. Now, what you're going to do is set your oven to 250 to start. doesn't okay. take long to get up to that level. So 250, while that's basically, happening... Basically starts there. Yeah. Yeah. While that's happening, baking powder. Okay. Baking powder into your bowl. Okay. Now you're going to make sure that they are coated with the baking powder. Mm-hmm. What this does is draw the moisture out of the chicken when it's cooking and produce a very, very, very beautiful renderization, as I said before. It will make it so that, you know how when you like put salt or sea salt on a steak, you know, when it's resting Mm -hmm. before you cook it, Mm -hmm. you'll have the moisture come to the top. Mm -hmm. I think the baking powder has a similar effect on your chicken. So you get it so that you have at least the fat portions of your chicken coated in baking powder. Okay. And you're going to need to do, you know, you're going to need to do the top, mix them around, do the top again, mix them around some more. You're going to do it like two or three, four times maybe to make sure that you've got them all touched. Oh, you shake it three times, you're playing with yourself. Well, you want to play with it a little. All right. And so at that point, once you have your wings set up nicely and beautifully coated in your lemon pepper, cayenne, salt, pepper, and the baking powder, 
you're good to cook. Now, I said you're going to need a couple things at the start of this. In order to make these perfect, you don't need the, che- the shears, right? That's more of a Yeah, of it's going to make it easier, thing, right, yeah. yeah. But you do need to make them perfect a wire rack, a baking, cooling rack. Okay. To sit atop your baking sheet. Okay. It's about airflow. Mm-hmm. You know how when you have something sitting face down and it's cooking in juices, inevitably the part that's touching the pan will not be crispy. Yeah, it just sure. can't be. It's mm-hmm. science. Science, if you will. Right. So the wire rack, I get two of them on my big baking sheet, lay them over. Two of them? Because it's a big baking sheet. Mm-hmm. I can't fit all the wings on mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I want to give it a little separation so the air can properly get around all the chicken. Okay. So two wire racks on top of a large baking sheet. And you're going to layer your chicken wings along that. I'll show you the picture here. This is the, the after picture, if you will. Mm-hmm. You're going to layer that over the thing and spread them out. And once you've got them all properly set up, slide it in the oven at 250. Now, you're going to cook it at 250. Feel free to show uh, Jules. Cook them uh, at 250 for. You can find that on his OnlyFans yes, right, right now, yeah. For 30 minutes. Now, you might be thinking, there's no way it's going to possibly cook the chicken. 250 degrees, yeah, that's simply seem, not that hot doesn't, enough. That does not seem like that math would work. You're right. Yeah. That's not it. Yeah. The point of the 250 is to further render the fat before you juice up the oven okay. to 425. You do that with the steroids, right? Yeah, like sure. that's the All of that. 425. I believe the kids are calling it gassing up now, Kyle. So. Uh, okay, my point. Yes. 425 from 250. You can leave them in the oven. Only to like take them out and wait for it to heat up. I don't do all that crap. So, 30 minutes at 250. Yeah. Crank the oven up to 425. Set your timer for a 50 lot of, minutes. This is a lot of time for some chicken wings. You would this think this would be at risk of making them dry. Yeah, I would definitely be. I, I would too, definitely be nervous. I about too was that. afraid. Glenn, I too was afraid the first time I cooked them. Yeah. The recipe called for 40 to 50 minutes at 425. I said, Yikes. that can't yeah, be right. Yeah, that seems like a lot, That just man. can't be right. Nah. How could that possibly work? So I only did 40 that time. And they were still tasty. But they were still moist. Everyone hates that word, but that's what they were. Mm-hmm. So I said, why not try 50? Just to get so that I like skin my a little crispier, you know? For what it's worth. I, I prefer you. my talents that way. So 425. 50 minutes, and this 50 accounts for the time that it takes to get from 250 to 425, so it's probably more like 45, whatever that is. But you can set it and forget it. Leave them in the oven for that 50 minutes. Your timer goes off. Pull them out. Beautifully rendered. Mm -hmm. Beautifully rendered. Now, the step I have not taken yet is coating them in sauce. They're so good dry (sighs) that I don't mind just dipping them I, in blue cheese as is. I hear you. I get it. That's not the wing that I love. Look, I get it. Well, I love all wings. I don't discriminate. Uh, uh, it's fine. As I, long as there's a, like lemon pepper are not normally wet. Lemon pepper wet, of course, is yes. a mythical mythical beast. It's not mythical in any way. It's not it's remotely rare. mythical. It's, it's rare. It's available. We it's learned rare. we learned that in, uh, in Atlanta. Yes. Now the show Atlanta. Yes. Well, I'm sure they probably have it in Atlanta. I would in like Spain's to hope as well. Yes. I mean, I I crush these wings. You take them out of the oven. There's probably like 26 or so on the thing. I have to f- stop myself from eating them all. They are that good, and the render is beautiful, like crispy as hell. And they're not at all dry. There's literally not a dry wing in the bunch. And frankly, you spend 13 bucks for 26 wings at a restaurant, you're getting away with highway robbery. Okay. But you have the satisfaction yeah. of seeing it through yourself. And producing a delicious dinner 
for you and your friends, I, if you're so look, inclined, or only you. And I will say, this gets 99 out of 100. I mean, I, look, I'm, I, I'm, I'm taking your word for it without being able to know. I appreciate the love and the con- the care and the concern. You can see the, the crispiness. The picture certainly shows an amount of crispiness. There's no doubt about that. I have said before that your crisp concern related to wings is not, I am not as concerned about the crisp as I am the flavor of the wing myself. Okay. I can see past the crisp when I get the flavor. I can get a nice crispy wing that just doesn't soak in the flavor the way that it was intended to be. It's not that it was an unpleasant experience in eating the wing. It's just that I will vastly prefer getting that fine flavor. And I'm not necessarily talking about the drenched concept, like the thing where you go and like the 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 wing store, the swimming in sauce, right? Where it's just it's just overwhelming with it, and I I don't need. But if that. you can do that and have it crispy, then you've got the no, formula. I'm, I'm I'm not opposed to that whatsoever. But I to me the flavor will always be one A, the crisp will be one B. I'd but they're love both to be important. Able, I'd love I'm to be able to get both. I'm not going and like touting and espousing the virtues of flavorless chicken wings. I would never I, dream I, I of doing that. such I understand that. I'm things. just saying that I will always prioritize the flavor over the crisp. Well, the best wings are crispy, flavorful. I don't disagree I'm with that. A, I'm not a big smoked wing guy. I see, and that's where we separate. I smoked enjoy wings often, a good smoked wing. are wings. often not crispy. I understand that, and that's why I'm saying, to me, the priority is not the crisp. It's not my priority when it comes to wings. I can have a delicious smoked wing that the flavor was captured perfectly. Perfectly. And also, these are healthier than your fried wings. These that's are baked, and you still get that fried effect, which, you know, another cherry I, on top. I, look, I like the thought. I'm not, I'm willing to subscribe to the newsletter. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to. No, I'm not willing to do that. I said that before. I'll never do it. Not well, going to I'm happen. not allowed to do that thing anymore, well, so you correct. might be more interested. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. actually. I was very uncomfortable with that. I don't know why you insisted on recording those videos here either, by the way. That well, never made any sense to me. Good kitchen. That is true. Lighting there is, is good. There is that. That did help out a lot. 99 out of 100, he says, for uh, Kyle's chicken wings. There you go. Kyle in the kitchen. Brought to you as well this week by our friends at Sports and Social. Speaking of wings, you can get uh, your draft package, your fantasy football draft hosted at Sports and Social down at Live Casino Hotel. First of all, your friends will be happy because they'll realize they're going to spend if, if the draft takes seven hours, and you know the people that take seven hours, there's no better place to be than sports and social because there are so many things to do during the breaks that you might take in the draft. Packages start at just $250. includes a draft board, space for 12 people, two platters of 24 wings, four towers of beer, three orders of nachos with guacamole, and much guacamole. more. I think I said mole. Yeah, yeah. Like, which would, I now, now that we say it, it wouldn't suck. I am interested. I am interested in trying it that way. Uh, guacamole and much more. Uh, dynamic pricing options include massage chairs, a model to host the draft, and even more unique things that you could add in to your draft package at Sports and Social MD. Find out more by emailing events at sportssocialmd.com or by visiting sportssocialmd.com. Tidbit brought to you by the BMW Championship. The top 70 golfers on the PGA Tour will be right here in Baltimore at Caves Valley Golf Club for the BMW Championship as part of the playoffs next week. We are six days away from round one of the BMW Championship. There are still tickets available. Secure yours by going to bmwchampionship.com. Tidbit of the day, of course. 
talked about Sport and Social MD. We figure sports betting will be allowed in the state of Maryland at least this year at some point. I hope so. It's too bad it was not allowed a little earlier, considering. Are you a, I'm not are you sure. a gambler, Jules? Are you uh, you seemed excited about that? Uh, I'll put a dollar or two in if need be. And how's that working out for you? Uh, not working. All out All right, too well. maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. Then. Maybe you should be betting against the Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles, of course, have lost 15 straight games, but not only that, they've failed to cover the run line in all 15 of those <laughs> games. So if you had bet $100 oh, God. on the first game mm-hmm. and rolled over each payout mm-hmm. during the entire 15-game losing streak. You'd be a millionaire. Streak, not quite, but $968,000 payout. That what I thought. Yeah. Had that happened. So if anybody has... Feel free to subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> My God, no doubt. There are actually still some positives in Baltimore, considering are they have five like like top what? 100 prospects on MLB Pipeline's most recent list. Only two teams have more than five the Royals at six and the Marlins at seven. There are three other teams with five exactly the Rangers, the Pirates, and. The Rays, mm. who, despite being the best team in the American really League, remarkable. also have one of the best farm systems perpetually. But we still have Cedric Mullins. Yeah, we do have that. He has a 4.7 wins above replacement, which is pretty good. There are seven or eight other players ahead of him. I'm not going to make you guess it. I've done it before. I will, though, let you choose in the trivia department between the hits or steals category, both of which Mullins ranks top five in. I feel like I'm more likely to know hits than steals, right? Two guys in baseball this season have more or as many base hits as Cedric Mullins is 142. Who are they? To say I'm more likely, I genuinely don't know who it is. I honestly think the steals have been easier. Really? Yeah. But you you chose. <laughs> Vlad Guerrero. Nope. Tim Anderson. Nope. Let's do the steals. Why don't <laughs> too we? Uh, late. You're why too don't we late. I have no idea. Um, uh, the Winkler. Nope. All the guys you've guessed are at least tied for top 12. Oh, I got that going for yeah. me, which is nice. How about Jonathan Scope, by the way? 134 hits this year. So it's not Jonathan Scope is what you're no, saying. No. I wasn't going to guess him, but now I, I know not to. Uh, is there any reason why I would know the answer? Are they, like, are they, are they? They're not like one of the two of the perennial players, best players in baseball. God damn it. But you chose it, so here you are. Never going to get the answer to this question. Uh, it's going to be a deep fly ball to left field. It's going to be a home run for Castellanos. No? Uh, If you want to guess, Jules, you can get a guess in. I have no clue. Great, thanks. The the Marcus Seaman. Nope. Better or worse than Marcus Seaman? Um, Worse. (laughs) Going to have to give me something, man. They both currently play in Western divisions. Is it a Dodger? No. Is it a Padre? One of them is. The league leader, in fact, is. 
I'm not sure but if you know that he's a Padre. <laughs> oh, who did they trade for? Ah, uh, Frazier. Is it Adam Frazier? Frazier okay. leads baseball with 144. Uh, by the way, I was about to say Todd Frazier. <laughs> we were thinking about it during the Olympics. Yeah, Adam Frazier. All right. Uh, the other one is in the West Western divisions. It's an Astro? Nope. It's they're in the West, are they? Yes, they're very much in the West. They That's were once bizarre. upon a time in the Central. They were moved to the West. They shouldn't have done that. Why? Because they're not in the West. Well, they they are in the West. The Rangers are in the West. Why wouldn't the Astros be in the West? In the Southwest, maybe. What? Houston is not in the West. It's not on the West Coast, but it's on the western part of the United States. Not really. Do you know where the Mississippi River is, Chief? Not quite. Okay. Well, that you might want to start there. I'm guessing Mississippi. Start there. <laughs> it's a hell of a guess, by the way. Hell of a guess. Uh, the Rockies. No. The Mariners. No. The Angels. Yes. Who's uh who's an angel? It's not the good players. Fletcher. It is indeed okay. David Fletcher with one hundred and forty. Yikes. You wanna take a crack at the steals? Uh do I? I mean like you're saying that I Whit Merrifield. He's one. Seems like I should. tied for first with thirty five. Um the other one would be the other one would be uh, Tim Anderson. No. Trey Turner. Trey Turner is one. Okay. 24 for Turner. How many more are there? There are two more. One of them in the west. One in the west. One in the west. The other Which on the east. Uh, one in the west, one in the east. Actually, no, they're both in the west now. I forgot because there was trades. Who got traded? Who got traded? Adam Frazier. <laughs> no, not Adam Frazier. Who got traded from the east to the west? This guy west? has 35 steals in only 82 games this year. Who got traded from the east to the west? Lewis and Clark. Yeah, thank you. That's <laughs> Is it Lewis and Clark? No, unfortunately no, not. damn it. Starling Marte. Leads the Went league from with Miami 35. to Oakland. Yes. I only vaguely remember that. And the other one was always in the West? He was, yes. Is it a Dodger? No. Is it a Padre? Yes. Tatis? 23 for right. Fernando he's Tatis. Been, he's been hurt recently, so didn't know if that maybe had an impact there. All right, very good. Tidbit was also brought to you today by the Stand the Fan Variety Hour. Uh, a couple of good shows this week, Dr. Sandy Siegel as well as uh, former Oriole Shane Turner. You can find those right now. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or PressBoxOnline.com. As always, Stan's show is brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com. Totally Tubular is brought to you by, oh, it's brought to you by the, the I don't even know what we call this, the, the, the fantasy contest. It's brought to you by Ken Zalis specifically. Build your fantasy football team with KZ. Enter to win a pre-draft virtual consultation with PressBox fantasy football expert Ken Zalis, plus personalized weekly advice throughout the season. Enter now at PressBoxOnline.com slash contests. Uh, the Orioles will try to avoid it becoming an 18-game losing streak. They play three this weekend. It's supposed to be rain. Who knows? How oh, goes. Okay, so they might the way, not if even. You're looking at traveling from DC, which actually my cousin is. Oh. The 295 will be shut down starting tonight. Why is 295 shut down? I guess construction. Yeah. Boy, that is. I'm glad I don't work in DC anymore. That sucks. 
Uh, although 295 also regularly would suck it. Like, you would be, I'd be leaving the station at, like, 1 in the morning, having to come back and do this show, and there would somehow still be traffic on 295. I'd be like, am I going to get off on 95? Like, what am I going to do here? And I would feel really stupid when the traffic was dead stopped at 1.30, and I had to be here to do the show at 10. That yeah, was a great time in my life. And had a baby at home. It was, God, it was just wonderful. There were so many good things happening. Uh, anyway, tonight, 7 o'clock, Max Freed. Is it Freed or Fried? It's Freed, right? Freed, yeah. I think it's Freed. And uh, Keegan Aiken, uh, tomorrow, uh, that's on Masson. Tomorrow, Masson 2, Drew Smiley and Matt Harvey at 7 o'clock. And Sunday on Masson, 1 o'clock for TBA and John Means. Uh, or the, as we mentioned, the Ravens tomorrow night on WBAL 11 uh, for their game against the Panthers. It's at 7 o'clock locally. Uh, it's SummerSlam weekend. Uh, WWE SummerSlam is tomorrow night on Peacock at 8 o'clock. My friend uh, Brandon Linton from uh, Jobbing Out is going out for SummerSlam. He and Aaron will be there. Aaron lives in Vegas now, so that's not that difficult for him. Uh, I was not able to join them. I'm a little bummed about that, but you can watch it tomorrow night. Uh, everything else, just go to glennclarkradio.com. Nothing all that significant uh, otherwise this weekend. Anything non-sports-wise that we need to discuss? New episode of Ted Lasso today, Indeed, of course. Indeed, Ted Lasso. Uh, Mr. Corman, if you're watching the Joseph Gordon-Levitt show, that's it. Uh, available now, I suppose. Uh, there's something on HBO on Sunday, New York City Epicenters, about the 9-11 attacks that take you up to 2021. I don't fully what? understand. Documentary of sorts. But how Not does a, that... I don't... So, a diverse group of citizens recalls their experiences regarding the infamous September 11th attack on the World Trade Centers but in New York, where local people continue to rebuild from the attack during the COVID-19 oh. pandemic. All right. All right. Uh, there's a documentary on Showtime called Gossip uh, about the New York Post... And Rupert Murdoch, so if you're so inclined, feel free. UFO episode, whatever number it is, on Showtime as well. Uh, Stuff and things. Check it all out, GlennClarkRadio.com. Oh, Walking Dead returns if you're still doing that. Uh, Season 11. It's still a thing? Season 11. I did not know that was still a thing. I think they would have all been killed by now. I I can't believe that The Walking Dead is still a thing that lives and breathes. Well, not really, but you know what I mean. That's really interesting. All right, very good. Uh, Jules, where can people follow you? Thank you for your hard work this summer. Where Thanks can, for having me. Where can people follow you on the social media? Uh, 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 plug your OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, people can follow me on Instagram at Jules underscore M757. And that's He's really... He's a big fan of airplanes. Is that what that was? What? You a big fan of airplanes? Isn't it 747? Yeah, no, it's 747. It's 757. There's a 757, isn't there? I mean, you're asking. I believe there is. I think you're asking the wrong person. Hang on a second. I believe there is a 757. I'll find out. Go ahead. Okay. Finish your. Um, Yes, there's a Boeing 757. Thanks a lot for trying to make me feel like an idiot. (laughs) Two guys that don't know anything about airplanes are like, what are you talking about? There's definitely a 757. No, it's 757 because I'm originally from Norfolk, Virginia. Ah, that's the area code. Yeah. Very good. Um, And that's really it. You guys can friend me on Facebook at Jules Millison. (laughs) Well, I appreciate all your hard work. Um, Hope that you took something from the summer that you spent with us here at PressBox. And uh, wish you well as uh, you move on to the next stage of your career. Thank you. Uh, Good luck with that and with finishing up your time at Stevenson. Thank you. Uh, By the way, today's show is also brought to you by Window Nation. They are celebrating their 15th anniversary, and you are the one that benefits from that. Seems like a good deal to me. Right now, Window Nation offering you the opportunity that if you get an in-home estimate, you'll be entered to win that home project for free, or you buy two windows and get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. 
Don't forget a new episode of Jobbing Out. Previewing SummerSlam is available right now where you get your podcasts. Uh, Come Monday, we'll have a new episode of Courts of Thunder recapping the uh, tournament this week in Cincinnati. The bat around tomorrow morning with Paul and Zach, 10 to noon, talking baseball. And I think that's all you need to know right now. I'll be there actually tomorrow. Oh, it's you and who? Paul. You and Paul. It's Paul and Kyle that are talking baseball tomorrow morning on the bat around. That's, That's what I meant to say. I had no idea. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners. I did thank our guest today. Thanks to Colton Kowser. Thanks to Evan Washburn. We'll get that up in the greatest hits section of the tab at glennclarkradio.com. Jeremy Kahn, Irons and Fire, Stuff and Things. I know we're going to do a a BMW Championship segment on Monday. Don't know all the details about that, but we'll do something to look ahead to the BMW Championship next week. Thanks to all of our great sponsors and partners, including the U.S. Army, CCBC, MDOT, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, KNS Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, Baltimore Ravens, BMW Championship, Maryland Five Star, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter at K Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great weekend. Go Birds. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too. <laughs>